Hello and welcome back to this Irish Life podcast, podcast. number nine. Number nine. Boom. Welcome back, Duggan. Welcome back, Shoes. How are you getting on? Very good. How are you getting on, Kate? Very good. Nice. Very good. So, uh, what are t- today's topics going to be? Today's topics, we, uh, once again, action-packed, nice. as usual. Loving it. Epic. Uh, we're going to start off with an interview with the Fast Twitch Beast, John Mitchell. Yes. Um, we're going to have a chat with him, ask him a couple of questions. Champion Roar. Champion Roar. Champion Fighter. On his way to be a bit of a name in the MMA scene. Yeah. Uh, he's going to have uh, some interesting, interesting things to say, I'm sure. Uh, second, main topic of the day, we're going to go into the history of martial arts. Nice. Um, lots about where it came from, how it's developed. You're going to do a nice bit on that for us. You know it. <clears throat> Throw that one out to park anyway for you. Nice. But, uh, uh, followed on, bollocks alert. Don't say nothing on that one. <laughs> Keep that quiet. Boop, boop. Uh, um, Got some hot topics, obviously. To hot to- or topic two. Um, oh yeah. We're going to be talking about energy and the human body. Ooh, chi. Um, chi, and um, how. Fully coordinated two martial arts as well, good man. Yes, it could, they kind of fitted nicely together. Nice. Worked well, so we're going to do a bit about that. Um, lots of interesting, lots of interesting information about how mm. it works, how it relates to the body and the processes and the earth itself. So pretty cool. And then a hot topic. Nice. Don't say anything on that one. That's a secret as well. Secret. And then we're going to finish off. We're going to have a little bit of a Halloween. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a another, another bit of a chat about this crazy clown craze. Small don't, little don't bit. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> Whatever's going on there. There's and going then, to be some uppercuts <clears throat> given anyway if there's any clown scene around here, that's for sure. And then we're going to finish off with something nice, yeah, as we always man. do. Excellent. Um, but as I said, well, first we're going to start off, we're going to chat to John Mitchell. Yes. So... I suppose. Yeah, so. What are we going to do? Am I going I'm to get him to, the phone, uh, I'm just going to give him a quick m- mention what he is a high level striker from Muay Thai, uh, fighting out of Cork. Um, Siam Warriors, I think, is where he's from. I'm not mm-hmm. sure, no, I think it's uh, BJJ Cork, actually, is who his, uh, his club is. That's because he's an MMA fighter. Maybe both, but he's coming on the phone. Yeah. Uh, there now. I'll get it going. Basically, he's uh, practicing Muay Thai for a while. He's, um, he's an ex-roar, that's where we came across him actually, through Donny, our buddy. He's a champion roar and he's after switching over, so we reckon he's a bit of a fast twitch beast. Hello. Hi lads, how's it going? Hey John, what's happening? Good, good now. How are you getting on, man? Yeah, good now. Are you, are, are you training tonight or what's the story? Yeah, I'm just in between sessions there, right? 4.30 to 6, now I'm back in at 7. So. Oh yeah, sorry man, we won't keep you long now, sorry about the delay Hi. there on the call. But, uh, uh, no worries, no what, worries. What, what are you doing right now, in a minute at 7, what are you going to be doing? Uh, it's MMA specifically, because like, you know, I have the fighting cage legacy next week, so it's just like, the coach is doing just specific things for uh, just for that, you know? Nice, nice. Uh, and, do you want to give your coach a mention? Or? Uh, yeah, Alan McGuire, you know, he really deserves a mention, because I, he's not getting paid for it, and he's down, uh, he's down yeah, at like, yeah. all the 6am sessions, and he's down there all the time, and he's pro nice. himself, you know? So, totally like, passionate. <laughs> Yeah, that's unreal, huh? man. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and do you want to give anyone else a mention who's helped you along the way for this fight before we get into it? Oh, yeah. Uh, sure, well, I'm at, like, Joe Martin Horgan, Liam Beecher, and McGuire. Like, they're, uh, they're my three coaches, you know, and, like, like they do so much for you, you know, and they're, yeah. they're not getting much 
it like so. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Just those three boys. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, excellent, man. Well done. I've uh, I've seen a lot of your videos and stuff for like that. I thought they were very impressive, to be honest. I was calling you a high level. Oh, I, like I was calling you a high level striker because I truly believe um, a lot of guys from Muay Thai, like Martin, all the the guys I would have trained with over the years, like. If you put them into MMA, they stand out so much compared to normal MMA fights. I'm sure you agree. Yeah, so when you definitely. See... Like, you know... Sorry, go ahead, Jay. Yeah, like, if you, if you think about it, like, you know, the Super Show was this Saturday, and, like, this is just guys in Cork, and you've got guys, like, six guys in that gym fighting for titles, and their world titles, their European WBC. Like, the standard in Cork is huge, so mm. if you got guys like those, and then how good the BJJ yeah. Cork gym is, like, yeah. like it sets up. You so well, oh, absolutely. You know? yeah. Cork was always a breeding ground for like you know the likes of Craig O'Flynn and Martin Hogan, obviously Craig Seamus Cogan, um, Seamus Cogan, isn't it? Yeah, Seamus. Yeah, Seamus Cogan. Yeah. And um, there was a lot of other guys as well who who were Aaron O'Callaghan. Uh, you know, there's some serious hot yourself. You seem to be making it. I think you're going the MMA route, which is a great idea because not a lot of guys would chance it. Like you know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Like, Joe, like, there's not. Um, it, it's just really like, Joe. If I want to do this as a career fully, you know, and kind of be financially secure, you kind of look at the MMA route more, you know. Yeah, good man. Makes sense, actually. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it should, and we were saying actually there we go. Be no harm as well if you wanted to be a bit cheeky along the way, you know. Like obviously, yeah. you know, like you're a well-spoken kid, like, and you're, you're super modest, but uh, you know. Make a bit of noise as well. If you let's say if you get something with Bama or Bellator or whatever, like definitely make a bit of noise yourself. Be no harm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how well everybody on my team if I was talking like I know, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's it's good old banter, all right. But um, yeah, you can do it for me. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll do something. You told us something. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so man, I see you. You were competing in the BGJ as well lately, kicking ass there. Were you? Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just trying to do it as much as I can because like what I've done. Like a lot, like a lot of striking things now, and you know, I just really, really need to work on the grappling. So as Liam helping me a lot with that, you know, it's kind of the next thing I need to do. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, unreal. Now the cork is so high level as well. It's after coming on heaps and bones over the years with everything, isn't it? Like it oh, it's crazy! It's it crazy. It started off with karate, you know? like in kind of boxing and kind of taekwondo, and it just erupted into this. Everyone, yeah. everyone wanted to learn muay thai. Everyone, you know, Anthony Cochran deserves some f serious. Props really like in uh, showed out because uh, like, what he achieved uh, in, in Cork is amazing. Like NG as well, Robert uh, NG as well. Like you know, to be fair to NG. Uh, like you know, um, Liam Beecher, like like Liam Beecher. If you look, like he's got like he's a top top level black belt. He always gets like the best. Yeah, like, he's in top in top seminar, ten in the country, wasn't he? Kavanaugh was up there as well, I think. John Kavanaugh. Uh, I, I I wouldn't know the figure, but yeah, he's well up there. Like he even mm. he's got so many brown belts and purple belts, you know. So mm, mm, unreal. Ah, that's so. Yeah. We're, we're blessed to have such talent around, anyway, to help out fellas like yourself and anyone else who wants to get into martial arts. It's, everything is there to do. But uh, hundred percent, yeah. Big business today, these days as well. Good idea. Like, do what you want to do. Brilliant. Like, you love doing it. Obviously, you're super calm when you're fighting and looking at you. You're super relaxed. Not a lot of people are like that. They all, they all swing and you know. That's a great way to look at it, man. Fair play to you. Yeah. We, everyone lives in this such stupid box. Just think outside Definitely. the box and enjoy your life, and you'll end up being happier in the outcome as well. Like, 
Yeah, oh, definitely. Like, you know, it's when you go to a place like Thailand and, you know, like, everyone there, like, is going against the curve is, like, doing accounting. Like, they couldn't dream, but everyone out there is just making a living off this stuff, you know, and it's great yeah. to see that perception. Yeah, that's unreal. So, come here, your fight's at 170, is it? Yeah, going up now for this one, yeah. <laughs> nice. And we always at 70 kgs for Muay Thai? Uh, yeah, no, well, I started, you know, when I, when I was amateur there, I was fighting at, um, Kind of like 75 and my Sorry, obviously 155 is 70 That's what I mean by there But yeah, go on anyway, sorry Oh, yeah, like um, But when I first started boxing Because that's what I started with Like, um, I was light heavy And I had one fight at uh, 85, you know so oh, I just right. kind of Nice Yeah, I was, I was very heavy Coming from rowing, you know so, so you were a fast twitch beast Basically, coming from rowing And you had to <laughs> you, you had to cut the weight Because you were too much of a beast And you're after Oh, your words, not mine well, I tell you no, man, uh, fair play to you, rowing is an amazing sport. I don't think rowing gets enough, uh, you know, talk about, obviously with the boys there from Skibbereen and the two brothers who won the, the, the Olympics there. That was um, that was kind of what made us look into it, but obviously, talking to Donny, who's a good buddy of ours, he's big into karate, he loves fighting and stuff like that in karate. He was talking about oh, yeah. you in a big way, like he, was, he, he remembered training a years ago or something. And, oh, like uh, he was like he was actually my first coach, you know. Like oh, he helped yeah, me yeah. so so much at the start, you know. He's unreal with the weight training as well, isn't he? He knows so much. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, yeah. But just really motivating as well, you know. Especially like at fifteen, kind of sixteen, like he's the guy that will get you in the gym yeah. constantly, you know. Yeah, so. he's a well-known. He's a very good coach actually down there. But uh, very you can even yeah. see him uh, with Craddy. He he advanced in Craddy very quick. Like three years, he was a brown belt, or two years, he was a brown belt, or something like that. He was, like loves it. So like he, he type of guy who just advanced in anything. Probably like yourself, we were saying that, uh, shoes, weren't we? Super yeah. athlete. Exactly, super no, athlete, ready off the blocks. Yeah. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah, we were actually saying, we were saying that the likes of McGregor and him, like, you know, McGregor, right, he's handy and all that, but I don't know, is he a super athlete, really? He can, uh, you know, he might be. He, he might boxer. be. He, he was a good boxer when he was back in his day, like, he might have been just a super advanced from just training young, but I definitely think something like rowing, fast twitch movement, it helps your little crossover to MMA without a doubt. I think the biggest thing was like Joe rowing, like even when you start young and like 15, like then you're kind of training like 12 times a week, you know what I mean? So yeah. then when like you stop doing that and I only stop, Joe, then you go to another sport and you just assume for that you're training 12 <laughs> times a week. Yeah. Of course, yeah. like, yeah, my brother Dave there and actually my two other brothers, Dan and Patrick, were mad into rowing as well. We might have met him over the years down in Carpool yeah. Club. But, a uh, same thing, you just look at them, you're like, how oh, do they do so much training, so hard? Just, oh, that's it. Yeah, you're used to the grind, man, aren't you? You're used to the grind. Oh, that, it's kind of like, so if you got Paul and Gary Donovan, like, I'm sure if they just gave up rowing there and started MMA, sure, they'd be in the gym 14 times a week to be killing people, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 killing right. people apart. Come here, uh, I tell you, no, we'll keep it much longer because you're going in there training. I, I, basically, 28th of October, it's the Legacy Cage. Uh, fighting championships, is it? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Cage Legacy Fighting Championships, yeah. Uh, yeah, and basically I think anyway, John mentioned winner by TKO with punches or else submission via crucifix into an Americana. Do you know that kind of, when you get your man in a crucifix and you're gonna, your man's like, oh shit, what's going on here? And then you just get the old Americana gun on the arm. Uh, I'd like say, say Liam Beach will be absolutely shocked now if I get a submission, but the TKO Sounds a bit better. We'll go for yeah. that. I like your I like your angles as well, man. Cut great angles. I reckon that's how you're going to get the shot as well. Fair play, really good style. Ah, uh, uh, nice one. Thanks, lad. Yeah. So um, yeah. Anyway, man, do you want to say any more, John? Do you, anyone else to shout out or anything? I uh, just uh, could I give a shout out? Like I said, 
lot of it's boys, but just my um, my sponsor here's helped. Like you know, supplements are so expensive, like so they're really helping me out. So oh, brilliant. just them as well, thanks. Here's health, nice, excellent. Very yeah, good. excellent yeah. man. So look, stay stay on the stay on the the up and up, up and up and keep competing, man. We're going to stay tuned. Hopefully, we'll get another interview there after a fight, after a win. Definitely, lad. Yeah, perfect. I'd like to find out before you go, John. There, the who are your own favourites in MMA, oh, UFC? Nice. Before you go, um, legends so or gonna, or today? Um, yeah, I wouldn't really have much of a favourite. Can you like take from each fighter? Like, I think you look at guys in, like the UFC, specifically like Robbie Lawler, and like that guy. Like that guy's just a killer, you know. He just mm. he just goes and he goes and he goes. Yes, yes. So like you look at him and you have to be pumped up for your fight mm. if you just watch one of his, you know. What about Bisbing? What do you think of Bisbing? Oh, I, th- I think he's a workhorse. Like, you know, actually, yeah. I, I love his heart, like, don't you? Yeah, definitely. And like, you know, he's a guy that's been around there for like, like he didn't start as the best and he just stuck with it and yeah, grinded man. it out, you know? Oh, when you do all your homework as well, like you're doing at the moment, man, it, it really shows in your fights as well, like, and you could see him just advance over the years because of that. Oh, like, that's he, it. Like, like he'd threaten takedowns, like, he'd threaten anything, like, you know? Definitely. Like, if you look at the first fight with Henderson, compared to the last fight, like, man, that's a completely yeah, different yeah. thing, you know? I think he got an awful, very awful kind of doing do about that. Like, people were saying he lost and all this kind of shit. Come on, like, he won the fight, clearly. Obviously, he got fucking... Nah, definitely, tough. yeah. And, like, you got to take the belt from the champion, you know? That's always the way they've done it in the UFC, so. That's it. And you can see the power of Muay Thai there as well, man. Do you see that? Uh, like 100%, Bis- yeah. Muay Thai with the check and all that. How important is Muay Thai in the cage, man? I don't care what you say. My God. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, don't get taken down with the check, all right? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, John, I'm working it. Yeah, mind yourself, kid. Good man. Thanks all for right, the call, brother. Thanks very yeah, much, Talk to you soon. And best, best of luck, luck, man. And fight like a warrior and Give relax. Give what's the, what's the, okay, what's cheers, the date thanks, again? Talk 20, to you later. 28th of October. 28th of October. Cheers, John. Thanks, John. Bye bye. There we go, John Mitchell. Legend. Legend. Young, young dude. Off into training. Nice. That was a bit of crack, wasn't it? That was decent, yeah. He's, he's cool. First interview on the podcast. Ah, John's a ledge. It's nice to have someone who kind of we know, like he was referencing all his coaches there. I've, I've, Jesus, I know half of them and heard of them as they're all like champions and Muay Thai and BJJ. <clears throat> Unreal. Yeah. But um, that's the Cork scene. Cork scene is just amazing, man. It really is. Excellent. It's super, super high level. That's what I was saying. Like all these guys, if they just, everyone should go into MMA. All the fellas in Cork, no fighting in Thai boxing, should go into MMA. Try their best, like John is. That's it. Make a and few go away and show the world how high level striking is, because that's what it is. Like, yeah. You watch these shows, man. Fucking hell. Excuse so my right. French. We no. need to. Um, it'll be interesting to see how John goes now. How it develops. I mean, as we mm. said, the fact that he has come from the Rome background and has been training 12 times a week since the age of 15. <laughs> and he has this, he has a level of fitness that is athletic from a very early age mm. and then taking that and applying As it well to, as fast twitch, not as just well athletic. As, as well as fast twitch. He's able to grind like. See, what is the fast twitch there? Just so that people don't Fast know. twitch, okay, I'm going to give you an example. Mike Tyson is mm-hmm. fast twitch. Okay. Okay, we see see Mike Tyson move, he's fast twitch. When you see a sprinter do 100 meters, he's fast twitch. Then slow twitch will be someone who would be like a long distance runner. Mm-hmm. 
But there's an in between, I think it's called anaerobic or something like that. I'm going to have to caution me off there with this question. Yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. I'm just kind but of you know, off like, the top of my head. Roughly, there is a term for it, but you're in between. And usually, being in between would be more like Rory McDonald compared to Tyrone Woodley, let's say. You know, yes. that's kind of what happened in that fight as well. Rory used that athletic performance ability over Tyrone, who was just wearing down over his size and his fast twitch. Plus, Tyson used to wear down. Hollyfield knew that. Hollyfield was a grinder as well. Like the explosiveness he... of it all. Yeah, that. Plus, I don't think these guys... They, they get used to hitting hard, you know? And they think that yeah. they're going to put your man away definitely after five rounds. It's not going McGregor to go McGregor fast twitch, I suppose. McGregor is very fast twitch, yeah. But McGregor is a fine mix of fast twitch and a technical. Yes. So Tyson would have been like that. Tyson was very technical, actually. People don't give him enough uh, acknowledgement and how tech. Tyson was extremely you technical. Be, you have to be extremely technical to His be a world champion. His jab was insane. Yeah. He was just so, like... He did the pigaboo style where he'd pop in and out and he'd be up and down. Pigaboo style. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's, it's cool. That's exactly what he did. Oh, he'd just, an uppercut. To, he, he'd punch to the body, like with a hook to the body, and with the same hand, he'd uppercut to the face. But your man would be expecting, like, another hand, you know? Yes. So he'd go, boom, boom. Oh, and yes. the second one would knock your man out. Like So he was just insane how he Legend. fought. It was brilliant. Brilliant. But uh, yeah, I was going to say that a right later about Tyson being an MMA today. That would be interesting. It would be very interesting. In his prime as well. 18, 19, jumps in T against... Just a bit of rest. Jumps in against... Uh, who's the champ at the moment? Uh, heavyweight champ. Heavyweight champ is... Our buddy, Stipe Miocic. Oh yeah, Miocic. Miocic might do all right. He's good kicking game as well. Well, he's rock solid. He takes some shot as well, boy. Yeah, eventually they all fall. Anyway, Tyson was too small as well. These guys are monsters in the UFC. Tyson was like 5'10 or something. Yeah. 5'10, is that all? Lead in. Smaller. Jesus, I don't know. Lunatic. Beast, though. Absolute beast. Ah, but he was total heavyweight. Size, size, like height doesn't matter when you're like that. Yeah. You know? Tyson could take a shot as well, though, could he? Or did he get... He did, he had ah, a... he'd take a big shot, yeah. Buster Douglas sparked him. Yeah. And he was like... Later rounds, like eight, round eight or something. When you put him down, like Tyson was looking for the gum shield as the ref was coming. No, Tyson was still trying to get up, knocked out, like. Yeah. Oh yeah, beast, like total warrior. Just like you know, these guys belong in the Coliseum, which is I'm going to get to. Nice. Eventually there. But sure, I suppose we're already talking about it, aren't we? Yeah. Really. So look. It's hilarious. Basically. Straight in. Straight in. History, and origins, of martial arts. Unreal. This is it. Prepare yourself. Journey into. Hold on to your seat. I'm just going to blow this baby out the park. <laughs> Exciting. Very appropriate, obviously, considering the, the chat with John Mitchell. And of course. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. Blow the socks off. Blow uh, the socks off there. Okay. Number one, anyway. What do you think of this? Do you think wrestling's very natural? I've actually never wrestled. <clears throat> no, no, as in like even with your girlfriend at home or your wife, with your I kid. I suppose I would say yes, it is natural. Yeah, and when you yeah. see, uh, they say actually young apes, they be monkeys and stuff. So uh, supposedly we learn from them anyway, watching right. them. And wrestling goes back to the beginning. Okay. Looks like wrestling is like the oldest martial art, one of them. Yeah. Because it's the most natural to humanity. 
It's the bass solo. Oh, I love yeah. it. It's mad, isn't it? That is amazing. And if you think about it, most of the kind of altercations you may have ever had with anyone, even a brother or anything, I'm sure everyone has had something, would nearly have always straight away instigated into a wrestling match. Yes. Um, Common. So what I came across was cool. Looked like it was big for entertainment in ancient times now, like families would sit around and like brothers would wrestle and yeah, it was like a big thing like, and they'd compete against each other like kind of thing. And they'd have a, a rule system where they'd try to pin your man or, but then um, that was like, it was all entertainment style, you know? It was yeah. kind of like for stage almost as well. So that was in, that was in Greco-Roman times, is it? But obviously say, wrestling no, is probably I, going I'm back to the very ancient, beginning. No, I came across it in, in ancient Irish history as well. Irish wrestling. Irish wrestling, yeah. Wait. Like way back, like Druid stuff. This was a way how... See, no one had TV. No one did shit. Yeah, Excuse my right. French. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like... Yeah. Um, there was nothing else to do except train. Yeah, and have call. fun or whatever, and, you know, use your mind. Plus, these people were probably way more tuned in and fitter because their diets were healthier or they were eating... Or if they were eating at all. Yeah. Not much <laughs> eating back then. Probably not. Probably a lot of meat, Maybe killing animals. I'd say Ireland was very uh, rich in animals. It was covering forests apparently mm, for a long, a long, deer, long, long time. Probably magical forests. But anyway, Egypt, Greece, China, all show early, early ancient signs of wrestling. I'm going to get to all them now in a minute, but obviously just resting mm. here what, now. And what kind now. of um, time frames? I know we can't put time frames on it, but what, what's the span of what are they saying is the early part? Well, I don't know which is earlier, China or like ancient Egypt, let's say. Mm -hmm. uh, so if I'm going to say like ancient Egypt, not Samaria, no. Ancient Egypt ha has tablets of like guys with leather straps boxing. Mm, I saw them. Mm. Yeah. And wrestling as well. Yeah, Nubia was the, the region. Mm. It was like southern Egypt. I came across that. Nice. What I came across was that that was one of the first. Do you know what I found very interesting? Do you know what I think is one of the first? What is? And it's probably... Well, it's going to take us right... Yeah, this is probably the right time to say it. India. Yes. India supposedly was the first nation. And as well, it looks like they actually are responsible for Shaolin Kung Fu. Oh, yeah. Some guy came from India or something. He, he was a Buddhist monk. Buddha Rama or Buddha Hama or some weird name like that. I'm not going to reference him and his name now fully, but basically he was the... He was like a, a prophet who was just a, I think he, he witnessed the Shaolins being attacked mm. and they were like, it was embarrassing, like almost. So he stayed with them and taught them the teachings of Kilari. And Kilari was the weapons fighting system, jumping around with big, huge, kind of bendy swords, the kind of whip, like <laughs> Crazy looking swords. They don't, they don't even look like swords. They look like whips of metal. Yeah. Yeah. They just whip all over. These guys are just spinning through the air, doing like. They say they took the. They, they got the fish out of the water as one of the jumps. You know? All these mad things they take from nature. Everything is from nature. The monkey. This is the Indian one, O'Kalari. Yeah. And then this thing I came across, they went away and they looked at the Shaolin monks who have a very similar sword. It's like a whip of metal. Right. And they 
they're jumping around doing this and the, the movements are super similar. But to be fair to Kung Fu, uh, Qigong, which is like the... Qigong. Qigong. I keep getting around all the time. Which is a Q-I, isn't it? It's, it's actually spelled Q-I-G-O-N-G. So you're yes. always tempted to say Qigong mm. or Qigong. You say but G, it's, like C-H-I. What is it now? It's Qigong. But uh, that seems to be the, to be fair, no, I'm just going to go all out there and say that chi ancient China and ancient India might have been around the same time frame. I don't know. But when this Buddhist monk went to China to teach these, uh, on the outskirts of China, to teach these Shaolin monks his ways of... Kilari and the Shaolin monks took it upon themselves to call it the Shaolin Kung Fu. I'm sure that the Qigong was also being practiced in such a way in China at the time that warfare was very intimate. Like you, you were involved in war. There was a lot, like even the Great Wall of China, that was the reason why China were actually more a defensive country than an offensive country. They had everyone trying to take them over. Mm -hmm. So, um, and a lot of the settlers from like China and old China would have been like Thailand and stuff like that. And, you know, like pretty close connection to Ch China and Asia with everyone and the teachings of Kung Fu. So it seems to be the, ki the Qigong and the Kilari are the original in China. They spanned out to more, more than 200 different styles of Kung Fu. Uh, and then they all integrate animals in some way or another where it actually helps their training because they know what the animal does and they yeah. practice it over and over. They mimic the animal movement as part of the, so, the martial arts. Um, seems to be all about staying loose. There's no real closed fist, all open hand, staying really like you'd whip your hand off someone's face, kind of very, like, almost like you'd never tire out. Kung Fu. Kung Fu, yeah. yeah. All forms of it seems to be like that very loose compared to like an MMA fighter who's in there banging and throwing kicks, you know. Mm -hmm. Kung Fu guys seems to be like they could catch you with a spinning elbow on the way out of a kick, you know. They, they seem to be very diverse and everything. Yeah, it's cool. It's I probably dangerous them. enough as well if you're fighting a high-level guy to be like that because in the air you'll probably get caught. Yeah, <laughs> but, well, there's some of the fancy stuff, I suppose. But it's designed day one to defend against attackers. It's like bulletproof. Mm. These guys' heads are like rock solid. They can't, they can't be knocked out or anything. They're lunatics, right. the monks. Well, what I thought was cool about it was that the in the little bit that I had uh, a look at was the fact that the, the Qigong is kind of the same as the Kung Fu, except it's a slowed down version and mm. the movements, it and that's why it's the base. Mm. Like you've got the qigong, and then the tai chi, mm. and then as you move up the scale, there's this kind of. Sorry, I know, but that's kind of where the kalari thing comes in, then, because you're like, where does this jumping around stuff comes from? You come from, and it's kind of there. Is the kalari yeah, jumping around, around really? Like they practice jumping super high in the gym. Really? Yeah, like what oh, they could do a ten foot jump. That's what it looked like and what I was looking at anyway. And they kick a thing up high. I've so. seen that stuff. That's crazy. Man, how, how did they jump that high? It's ridiculous. And then we'll, get, we'll get the free running there later, but yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Free the running, human yeah. body is amazing. Like you were talking about, kind of could be superhuman deep down or genetics, but it's all locked up. Yeah. You know, there's, there's glimmers of it. Yes. You can see that we can John do some Mitchell. fancy shit. Like, you know, there's some guys out there. We all have the potential. Stay fit, do something you like, 
and see it. Yeah, that's it. Treat yourself well and follow what you love. Mm. Little glimmers start to appear. But uh, the, the, I think the Indian martial art gallery deserves a big mention, uh, as does Kung Fu. I'm going to just call it Kung Fu. Tai Chi, Qi Gong, Kung Fu, all different styles from everything. You know, the snake to the bear to the deer to the uh, the monkey. It's just it makes a lot of sense. Interesting that there's no wrestling in Kung Fu. There or is there? Is well, I'm not yes. surprised to know that, but I didn't know. I'm really happy you said that because I was going to say this as well. Excellent. A Old, old China would have been mixed with all North and South and East, which would have been Mongols and, you know, everyone. Mm, yeah. So, way, way back, the Mongol tribes used to use a form of martial art that was like, a, they referred to it in English as skull-smashing wrestling. Yeah, crazy. Like. So the Mongols would come in, They'd just be smashing fellas, you know the way, they were obviously way bigger than the, the Asians probably, they were kind of, did you ever see the Marco Polo? It's very interesting actually. I didn't give see that it. A, give that a shout out, Marco Polo, check it out, Netflix, good. Nice. It's about the Mongols trying to take over China and the Mongol kings and stuff, it's cool. Cool. Good, good, uh, good watching. Might have an, have an old watch. I watched the first season before, I totally lost, <laughs> don't have time now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so these skull smashing Mongols anyway, uh, taught the Chinese a lesson or two, early days, before the Qigong and all this kind of stuff. So supposedly the Chinese dissected it and they created it into basically like a form of wrestling. And Korea, South Korea I mean, old Korea, just Korea, got, <laughs> Korea. Yeah, got hold of it and turned it into a form of a wrestling and grappling. China were using it around the same. This is all around the same time this happened yeah. through battles. They all learned from each other, right? From because you know, hand to hand is going to happen in battle. Obviously, yes. you're going to lose your sword. Yeah. Happened and they'd come. Back, what happened in the battle? You know, yeah. he did this to me. Yeah, exactly. So the Chinese found that if you took the kicking and the punching out, or sorry, the Jap the Japanese found if you took the kicking and the punching out of it, it was way more deadly because you less you weren't as tired. Mm -hmm. So it was more of a, it wasn't wrestling and brawling anymore, it was more actually of judo is what it was. Super and what cool. and what actually it is is known as is jujitsu, original jujitsu. Not Brazilian jujitsu, just jujitsu. And Originating uh, from where, did you say? A first day Mongols, uh, Mongol attackers and China and China, Chinese just learned from one battle or something like that and totally like made it. Oh, and like came back with better stories against the Mongols afterwards and supposedly, you know, their, their version was the... So it was like there is a form of wrestling and grappling in Kung Fu, of course. Yeah. Um, but it all originated from basically battles. That's and bad. losing your sword, so you have to replace it with a kick, and you have to check because your man is trying to swing a bat at you. You have to, you can't take the hit to your head, so you have to block your head, and that's a shield, you know. And yeah, that goes back to the the, the Muay Thai, doesn't it? No, that's everything. Actually. Is that everything? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was the. Well, see, Muay Thai actually is. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute, but um, that is across the board. 
Yeah. That is across the board. That is, again, natural like wrestling. An easy thing to figure out. If someone's hitting you, block up. Kick them if they're, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to get past your, your kicking range, mm -hmm. you might be in trouble. So at least kicking is going to help. So I think that a lot of the martial arts over the years, they copied each other, but also it's, it was natural progression mm -hmm. with learning and fighting amongst themselves, of course. They yeah. wouldn't have to go to battle. They'd all fight at, at home and in the base, training for battle. Yeah, training you know? for battle. They'd all have it worked out already. But they all just had their own take. And kind of when you go into uh, Korea then, around the Renaissance time, just roughly, look, whatever, like, you know, yeah. mid-1200s on, right? Yeah. Um, when you go into those times, you see Korea doing a lot of um, sales and kind of shipping across to the islands mm. and doing it with China. And Chinese doing it with an island that was right next to Japan called Okinawa. Am I right by pronouncing it? Okinawa, right? yeah. Okinawa. Yeah. And they were, would have been old, I'm talking now around that time as well. Old emperors now, but that island specifically were big into not having weapons. Only the guard had weapons. And most of the guard didn't even use the weapons because he he feared for his life. Mm -hmm. So he'd only have his own guards he would trust with weapons. The rest are like, it wasn't noted, he was just feared for his life, but it was more of an idea he was trying to create this emperor in Akinawa. And these army guys. So all his army were all fully trained and striking. So they were the birthplace originally of Japanese martial arts and karate, a judo. A, the idea went to there before Japan, obviously. Like that's almost the birthplace for Jap Japanese influence, that island. Those sets of islands, sorry, there's more than just one. But, um, so it seems to kind of just spread in with Japanese. But the thing about the Japanese is, if you go closer to the modern day, which is like the 1800s, they wanted to kind of catch up a bit with being modern. And they seem to be very kind of persistent, especially their emperors, about, you know, getting into gunpowder fighting and battles. And mm -hmm. you know, they were hearing a lot of, like, as I said no before too, a lot of it back in the day was, you would hear a text that was written by someone, you know, that was legit. Yeah. It was a real text, all right? So mm. it was stamped or whatever, you know, stuff that you know that wasn't opened. So you would take stuff like that as gospel and that's how you would live your life, you know? Yeah. So that's how these things, um, that's how these things were created. But the, the Japanese seem to be just really into the gunpowder being brought in and the samurai taken out. So the samurai was a... The warrior class of well, the so samurai the were, the, were the police. So they were the police, police, the national guard, and the army. They were they were the reason why Japan were so strong. And they were also the reason being taken away why the emperor in the island of Okinawa took away all the swords, because he wanted to show. I think Japan might have got the idea from him. He wanted to show that you, you know martial arts. Like, I think it's only lately in Japan they have guns. They are like super judo dudes. Really? Yeah. Japan, Japan was like Ireland with <clears throat> no guns for a while, I think. They probably don't have guns. But they're all like judo experts to the Japanese cops, you know? Nice. Um, so that's modern day, obviously. But the yeah. samurai in it was like, their sword was taken. There's a great movie, actually, you could check out. The Last Samurai. Uh, it's, a, it's a good story on a kind of a 
honest enough view on it of what mm. happened. Yeah. So the Americans were doing some kind of dealings with the, the Japanese, selling them uh, some arms that were. Yeah, uh, what was uh, going on? Like machine gun and stuff, you no, know, for battlefield, that like fellas on swords, against fellas with swords, you know. <laughs> No way. Yeah, yeah, like the first machine guns. Yeah, as in the boys are out with the swords ready to go and yeah, suddenly see, they the get Americans blown were, away. Um, the first uh, start making guns and still are because of the um, the revolutions and stuff like, you know, they had oh, to, like, yes. they were total industry made on it. Um, Lunatics. The, the Brits had guns as well. Uh, the ah, British well, that Empire. was the influence, yeah. The yeah I suppose they, they probably even had the first. Look, we know that they were driving everything anyway from day one and still probably exactly, are, yeah. so it doesn't matter about that. Indeed. But, um, they were the reason the samurai lost their swords. Well, no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I think, <laughs> actually, it. if you look at history, not only about 40 years later, after the samurai sword was taken, maybe 50 years, uh, Japan were involved in World War One, going into China. Mm. So... Uh, obviously, no disrespect to anything that happened there. Don't give, I'm not going on about that. But what I'm saying is they were advanced enough to do that. And if they kept the samurai, sure, where would they be? And where would they be now? So they wanted to advance with culture, and that's what I'm on about, like, t uh, text being open, fresh, and stuff like that, because this is real advancing of human culture and nature. But the saddest thing about it all was that the samurai was taken, the teachings of the samurai was never taken. And that's like where ninjutsu comes from. Being like ninjutsu is nuts. They can visualize if people are inside a room. They can stand next to a wall. These ninjutsu guys. I did, there was like a, a thing. It was like a, a myth. That wasn't Mythbusters, but it was something like that to see if they could do it. And one or two guys got it. They can tell if a guy has a beard inside the room or not. If he's wearing glasses. All this crazy what? stuff. Yeah, ninjutsu is insane. It's all about like feeling. Or they don't. Oh yeah. I heard of this as well. I heard IRA assassins used to do this as well. You don't look at your attacker before you come up behind them. You actually block your eyes because there's an energy created when you're looking at them. That's fucking nuts, isn't it? Yeah. So the ninja would know that. The ninjutsu, when when they're attacking, they wouldn't look when they're... So you look down into yeah, your... That's why yeah. you... You block the energy going into him so he wouldn't... Because that's where you're going to go, what's that? You know, yeah, you get that feeling. That's legit. Everyone knows that. And that's that's the what it is. Exists, it's an, in, yeah. an instinct thing. So you're... The ninjutsu thing, the scariest thing about that is they block that when they're attacking. Like They can block that. And the IRA dudes, suppose, used to do it. Iranian jitsu masters. Ah, they're fucking. I'm not gonna say anything about that. But that, I heard that hitmen doing that stuff. Pretty nuts, like. That is pretty. It makes sense, though. I suppose. Well, you're gonna take every angle you can, I suppose, in this situation, just in case it might work. Try it, try it. But um. Yeah. That was obviously the. Karate deserves a big mention from Japan. Akinawa developed it around the same time, a uh, post samurai. We're talking eighteen hundreds here. Late. Late 1800s. Yeah. Uh, made on no belts. Contacted Liam, one of my best buddies. Oh, yeah. Good friend of yours as well. Indeed. Uh, about it. Said it to him. About the podcast, what we're talking about tonight. He's super excited anyway, you know. Is he so happy? Yeah. He's delighted, yeah. So he said, look, you know, black belt, fighter, over probably over 30 fights competing. Still competing. I think his last time he, he had a kid, you know, when he was working for ages and stuff, but his last time he competed, he was like fourth in the country, mm. in Ireland. In karate? In karate, yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. He's, he's had a years. Took him, his, his uh, sensei is super efficient on kata. Mm. So it took him years to get his black belt. So because of that, he's like super advanced. I don't know how to explain that now to you, but his katas are like oh, impeccable. I, I know what you mean, yeah. And his fighting style is super dangerous because I used to use him 
as a sparing partner. Yeah, I remember. So he's great. He's great hands, like a very good hand, good boxer. So I used to use his karate style versus the uh, plus the, his boxing style versus me. We get the keys to Craig's gym, Sitcha Pitch gym, Craig O'Flynn. And uh, I remember, yeah. We'd be banging it out. But uh, Liam's a legend, like but Liam anyway, I rang him and I was telling him. So he said, just to give an all mention about the gi. Supposedly oh. the gi is funeral wear. How nuts is that? That's very nuts. You wear the gi because you know you might not come back and you're going to battle. So they were geese in battle then? Oh yeah. The samurai always wore a gi. Oh they did too, yeah. yes. So the samurai oh. was prepared to go the day he left. So every time they left they kissed the wife like they weren't gonna come back, you know, that's the way it was. Super interesting. I they love all that shit. That. Oh they were the See they were the more advanced centuries. idea of all the martial arts because they were the newer one. Mm. They learned from all of them, you know. The Japanese. And that was the striking, wrestling. Oh. Yeah, they, like it was a, the samurai was original MMA, jiu-jitsu, with, which was judo, which was all ju- giant locks, with mostly, weapons, mostly standing up stuff. I'll get to the Brazilian stuff in a minute, but you know, mostly standing up jujitsu. <laughs> Those dudes were serious assassins. Think about it. Any weapon, I mean, you could give that guy a broom, mm. and he would use it. Oh, and to actually, before I, before I steer off there, just to say, Liam's fighting in the world champs next year under oh. Irish banner. Guess, I love giving guys props when they're fighters, especially one of my fucking buddies. Yeah. But guess where it's on? Cork City. Yeah. Next year, Karate World Championships. And uh, it's going to be in the Maradic Arena, which is like a very high profile training ground. And... Go to the new road. But uh, yeah. Excellent. I'm just going to have another sup of water there. But, uh, but basically, Japan, massive influence. So when you go up to. Like, I, I suppose before I skip on from Japan, I like around the same time, Thailand in the Renaissance period were making noise. Burma and Laos and all the other countries who deserve a mention in Malaysia, so this not is just Thailand. 1200 onwards, everybody's developing yes, and war yes. is happening. Yes, oh, war is all happening. And this is vital. Small countries war. holding on to their land. How, they, how are they all still there? Why are they not all China? I'll tell you how. This is why. This is because why. there was no gunpowder, so no one was able to wipe anyone out. So it all depended on the battlefield. And everyone on the battlefield was super handy because they were all practicing a form of Muay Thai. The original form of Muay Thai, and I'm going to call it Muay Thai now, where I mean also Burmese boxing and all the other styles in Malaysia, which deserve a mention, as as well do Indian forms of it. But Muay Boran, and Muay Boran was born from Kung Fu, and the Kung Fu, the Chinese settlers that came to Thailand through the thousands and thousands of years, mm. just brought ideas with them, families, and showed things around, and one thing, see, Kung Fu is quite precise, but Muay Boran and Muay Thai isn't. And I'm going to say that in a loose way. People are going to say, what do you mean? Muay Thai is totally precise. But, like, Kung Fu is too much. You're jumping around. You're Using a lot of energy yeah, as well. of course. And you're yeah. like Johnny the Athletic. You know? But they run on the chi energy, which obviously we're going to talk about later on. Yeah, but, like, but what I'm saying is, if, if, if they, let's just say, what kind of looks like what happened is the settlers come to Thailand they want to teach their fellow villagers, the Thai, you know, everyone else, and everyone wants to start teaching this form of Kung Fu. They made Muay Boran, which is like elbows and punches and knees and kicks. 
but they made it from a from kung fu and from the idea of what the chinese settlers were sharing with them and their own ideas as well obviously because you know all of asia would be very influenced in kicking and punching and defending yeah. uh, uh, so it kind of looks like they took everything just like kung fu would take something from the animal it looks like they took everything from the like you were trying to reference there the, sh the sword so muay thai when you kick you're swinging a sword and when you're st when you're throwing a teep, you're mm. stabbing him with the sword. You're not swinging it. Do you know you stick a teep out? Yeah. Or my Gary and Crowley, same kind of kick. And when you're blocking with your knee to your foot, you bring your knee up, almost like you're standing on a table, and then you put your elbow on top of your knee, and that extends the block up even higher, up to your head. So whatever length from your fist to your elbow to your knee to your foot, that's the height of a uh, shield you're creating. So that's the shield. You just imitated the shield on the battlefield. So you know the sword, the shield, and then to imitate the arrows, that's the kick or that's the punches, mm -hmm. and obviously the elbows and oh yeah, head bops, pretty cool. It uh, was big in so anyway. Nice head yeah, bops. Head bops, yeah, super effective as well. Just in case you need to use one, especially women. I think yeah. women being attacked, a bop, is, is unreal. Like yeah. a, a, that would be very good. Uh, the Krav Maga can do all that. That's super deadly. That's one of the most deadly in the world, actually, Krav Maga. Because yeah, that's, that's what you're just trying to kill your man. Like. Yeah. But bops are in that. The bopping the shit out of everyone. Bops like. were dangerous. Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn right. Yeah. A strong neck there. Crack. Boom. Going down. Um, so, anyway, sorry yeah. for steering off there. We're grand. But basically, brings you close enough to modern day ideas. Then everyone has hunger for it. Yeah. Western. Like the old England, all mad for boxing, called pl plugism. Plugism. And what it sounds like is you're just plugism someone, doesn't it? Punching plugism. the face off someone. That's what they call it. Uh, plugism. Yeah. Uh, are you a plugist? If you if you threw some punches, like if you were a boxer. It's not pugilist, by any chance, is it? I don't uh, know. Something in my head is just saying plugism. I pugilism. I don't, yeah. know. I don't even know what pugilism is. It's no, I haven't spelled out there. Look, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Someone's going to laugh anyway if it's wrong. Yeah. But uh, basically, that was the old boxing. So cool. So boxing in it was looked down at. It was a very kind of like, you know, you wouldn't do it at all. It was vicious. Fellas would fight for hours. What? Yeah, rounds for, oh, 100 rounds. Fuck. <laughs> Some of them, yeah. So much money on it, like. And then what happened is they bred a couple of champions and they sent the champions over, especially Irish guys, suppose we were very good. Really? Yeah, it was more of an English thing. Like. But what they do is someone would get with money, like a lord would get behind the guy. Mm. He'd get him fighting, not too many rounds as well. You'd make a few bob off him. Well, not only that, he'd sell him over to America then, he'd make big money off him over there. Big, big industry. So like all the UFC stuff that's going on now was going on back Very then as well. Very interesting. Like. Very interesting. Oh yeah, totally. Like that's cool. Some cool movies about all that stuff as well. But that's true. Like yeah, very popular. Irish fighters with serious hearts. See, yeah. And plus as well, we're probably used to being, you know, battle persevering. Like we're we're very warrior like Irish people. We're very like we're like just you know, a lot of history here. At least three thousand years. At least. Yeah. Did you Maybe find more. it on Irish martial arts? I did. Of interest. I did of course. Um, we got the wrestling thing that goes way back to Druid days, Irish wrestling. Nice. Uh, seemed to be very fond of uh, fist fighting, but not against their own. Supposedly the Irish didn't like to fist fight each other. Yeah, it was very a very noble of us. Yeah, well, they, they, I suppose they realised how dangerous it was. This is like ancient times, no? They, they preferred to wrestle. They'd wrestle it out. 
Two fellas had an argument, they'd wrestle. Two buddies, or, or two brothers or something. That's cool, isn't it? That's very cool. So like, and it was like, you know, like the, like the, the parents and the, the, the an, not the ancestors, no, but the ancients who would be in the tribe would stop anything on this. And if they wanted to have a Barney, okay, you're going to wrestle in front of everyone. Yeah. And be a champ, you know? So. That's uh, very cool. And then stick fighting was um, a shillelagh. It's called a shillelagh stick. It's like a walking stick with a knob on it. And they reckon that's very close related to the hurley. And the hurley, uh, they reckon the hurling games were way back, like 300 years ago to 3,000 years ago. There was people being killed. Like. Hockey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you killed someone. Totally. They were fucking total animals, like proper warriors. So the whole thing was an imitation of war almost. So it was cool enough. I went out for a Sunday game and never came home. Yeah, yeah, hurling, Irish sport, unreal. Um, Great sport. But uh, yeah, and I, I, I suppose I never really gave a mention, which I, before I move on from the ancient, I definitely feel that uh, with with all the, you know, the Thailand and all these kind of places and Japan, and all, I think Greece deserves a good mention. Yeah. I came across a thing where Greece were the inventors of their own form of pancretion. And pancretion is actually MMA. It's wrestling, punches, kicks, takedowns, kill your man if, if you can kind of stuff. Or yeah. uh, gladia gladiatorial tactics. So they took it from the gladiator in the arena with all the weapons yeah. and they made it into martial art and they called it pancretion. And the Japanese have a, a term of pancretion as well, so it's all closely related, uh, taken from the Greeks. Original MMA. Original MMA, first in the Olympics. Uh, that's why you should go back into the Olympics, to be honest. But yes, I thought that was cool. Like, whatever about Egypt, not that Greece seemed to really put their stamp on it. It's called yeah. pancretion fighting, and um, and obviously, man, modern day. You know, if, yeah. you were, if you were to ask me a question like modern day, what's going on in modern day today? Well, obviously, Hollywood, post-World War Two, brought Bruce all the... Bruce Lee type of era. Well, post-World War Two brought the karate back with all the American soldiers and Bruce Lee and, like, 1960s Green Hornet TV shows, Fist of Fury, Big Boss, Enter the Mad. Dragon, check all them out. Bruce at his best. <laughs> you just be nodding at oh, those yeah. you're saying. Like... That kind of stuff, man. It's, like, your best fighting scenes you've ever seen in your life. Watch that. He's unreal. Still unreal to this day. And that's why UFC... Gave him a mention in the game. Yes. Remember I said that to you? Yeah, so yeah, uh, that's cool enough. Totally makes sense. Yeah. So basically, uh, that's that's just amazing. And Bruce Lee, to be honest, he influenced me. He influenced nearly every guy who competes in martial arts today in some way or another, through movies or through his quotes, his inspirational stuff. And uh, obviously then modern day today, you know, you got Bellator, UFC, Wusuf, and, you know, Bama, uh, do you know all these fighting John Mitchell's going to end up fighting for one of them anyway but all these guys all these uh, associations like you're looking at you have to have let's say John Mitchell has Muay Thai and BJJ you know McGregor has boxing and Taekwondo you mm. know uh, John Jones has wrestling and Muay Thai uh, Anderson Silva has Muay Thai and BJJ and these are all like simple enough things to put together if you're yeah. studying martial arts Wonderboy has karate kickboxing and jujitsu, you know, like it's not that hard if you're high level at something to just do a little crossover, start learning, think the samurai way, you know, think yeah. giant locks, everything you're on the battlefield. It's not that hard to kind of go that route and enjoy yourself with a bit of MMA as well, especially if you're 
into Thai boxing in a big way. I know there's a lot of guys in Cork listening to this and they love Thai boxing. But um, so to be honest, man, I think that's enough, Sid. And, and, and that was present day martial arts unreal. and old martial arts. What a journey going Histories from... and origins and everything, you know. So I, I love martial arts, a big part of my life. Yeah. And I think it's very important for... Is it 14 years you're at martial arts? You've been a fair bit, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. I'm still doing it now, so yeah, 14 years. Nice. Yeah, fair play. Anyway, all good there, mate. Enjoyable man. journey, but... Um, and obviously yeah. you want to give Liam O'Brien that prop for uh, this, this world, uh, world, uh, world Champs next year in Cork. I think yeah. we're going to totally get him on give as well. He loves that. martial arts, like, so we might do another special in the future. Certainly. Uh, so maybe before his fight next year, we'll do something yeah. like that. Something. Sounds so, good. It's number yeah. hundred and. But yeah. So okay. then, like I thought, um, you know, like it's that time again. I'd it? say. I love uh, this. Bollocks alert! Bollocks alert! Bollocks alert! Bollocks alert! Bollocks alert for today. It has to be the elephant in the room. Aspartame. Oh, I called it aspart- uh, aspartame, aspartame before. Aspartame, yeah. Some but people- aspartame. I've heard multiple pronunciations. Let's call it aspartamine as well, just in case. Yeah, if other people call it aspartamine, go for it. But everybody knows what we're talking about. No aspartame, off this baby. Aspartame, um, primarily, and artificial sweeteners in general, I would say. But I'm going to focus on aspartame for this bollocks alert. Um, Love it. Because it's just the tale of aspartame. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's just bollocks. You know, this is not a sugar replacement. This is dangerous stuff. You know... It's all of the tests that haven't been done by um, sanctioned or not sanctioned. So a lot of the testing that's been done for aspartame has been related to the companies who produce it. Mm. Do you know, link back to like the likes of, if you were to do Coca-Cola, doing oh. a study into obesity and is it related to Coke, obviously the findings always end up on the side mm. of Coca-Cola. Of course. So, so this was the kind of thing that was going on with aspartame. And uh, the company, it's actually a Monsanto, originally made it, oh, yeah. Man. It's a Monsanto, uh, a Monsanto zombie concoction. Um, I'm so, to snap a bit over that. I yeah. know I used to make a joke about it before. The more I hear that name, Monsanto. Yeah, it's, <coughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so they've been around for a while. So we're talking early 60s it began. And for anyone who doesn't know what aspartame is, I mean, it's artificial sweetener. It's in most diet drinks like Diet Coke, Coke Zero, mm. Pepsi Zero, Club This, My Wadi. I'll tell you, you know, Robinsons, all of these drinks that we give our children. Mm. And it's a to- it's in low, it's, it's, it's advertised as low, uh, no added sugar. Also used in drinks that also have sugar. The likes of Lilt has aspartame. And these are definitely in the juices that we are giving to children as well. And oh my it's a bit God. ridiculous. So like, at sorry, one stage, no. I'll just say this, oh at, yeah. one, at one stage in the, in the supermarket, you couldn't get a diluted drink without <gasps> aspartame in it. I remember you telling me that before. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, um, go on, sorry. No, I just to get that in before I forget. Well, all I want to say that's going to add to what you just said on, is, then. could you tell me, oh, no, we're not allowed to say it over the thing are we the well, brands the brands okay what well, can I say this what brands because I, I know what you're saying I, I, don't lash them out right yeah, but I'm going to say what did you didn't I just there yeah I put out a load of them oh Jesus okay like sorry like and all yeah. these I mean look they they can't deny that aspartame is in their 
drink. And well, well done there, Duggan. <laughs> you, were you listening? I was listening, but I just didn't realise yeah. you were in detail there of my I, wadi and everything. I didn't I did say my wadi, because I, I was just going to say my wadi, to be honest. Blew him out, yeah, my wadi. I wrote nice. them a letter and all. Oh, did you? I never sent it, though. Didn't they but make a new one? The they did. It a barely one without it? Yeah. Um, and I think they must have seen a that's hit in the one, sales. That's the one the brother Dan gets, I think. Yeah, I think they must have seen a hit in sales because there now is sugar-only available mm. ones. Um, um, so that's super scary. With that, so that's what aspartame is. It's okay. a bollocks alert. But I'm it's gonna a sweetener. Tell, I, it's a sweetener, an artificial sweetener. I'm going to tell you how to make aspartame. Yes. Quickly how they make it. Okay. Aspartame is made by harvesting the amino acids, aspartic acid and... What's the other one? Phenylalanine, which is one that we spoke about ourselves, but it's a synthetic version. Oh, and also, I think, glutamate. Mm. And you mix these together and you, um, you, you ferment. No, you don't ferment them. You combine these together after you have fermented bacteria mm. and harvested bacteria. So it actually comes from the harvesting of a bacteria. So you harvest the amino acids mm. of aspartic acid, glutamate, and Jeez. the other one, what I just said, uh, yeah. phenylalanine or whatever, and they harvest the amino acids from it, and then they synthesize them together, and create, uh, create aspartame, aspartame. Aspartame, and it was created in 1965, apparently 1965, as by accident, food. and it was in food. It took until the Kendrell. early 80s. Candrel, yeah, also. Um, sweeteners or more sweeteners and I was like sweeteners I mean even this the likes of Splenda and all oh, of these as well they're sake. all a different version of the same and they're all based on nasty enough what about this there's one thing I see in there it's a sweetener it's probably alright we're not going to go on about that Xylitol and that is, is it? there any good ones yeah I think Xylitol is natural and um, Stevia is another oh, natural sweetener they're so look out for those ones so those. you can also use honey nice. Um you know, I mean, just, I mean, sugar is less bad than mm. these artificial sweeteners. Uh, honey, supposedly, this is coming from a wise, wise person, my mother-in-law. Mm. She said that she heard before from a, another wise woman, poor wives, old wives tale, um, that honey from your natural environment, so honey from cork, mm -hmm. is actually more potent for the body than manuka honey, because your it. body is used to cork. You know. Mad. Honey's so if you're looking for the, to help the honey for flus or anything that evades us a lot, we might do a, a hot little, topic on honey eventually. A little benefit in the bollocks alert. Go for the dope like honey. Or even honey. save the bees and make some honey because that's yeah. what we need. Honey's very powerful. Apparently, we need to say saving the bees, you know that? We're fake without them. We are that's that's legit. That's, I don't think that's a spoof for. Yeah, they've been... I, look, the world has fallen apart. Well, I, why don't we start all, getting bees, like? Yeah. You know, why don't we start holding... I'm sure I could probably... Neighbours make you vote. <laughs> We should get beekeeping. And anyway, finishing Sorry. off on the aspartame. Yeah. Um, honey is unreal. So, Which, yeah, as and I'm natural totally antibiotic as well. There, oh, yeah, so, nice and natural one. antibiotic honey oh, is. Well. Um, if you get, if you have a bacterial infection, you should start with honey in good doses wow. instead of going to the antibiotics. And then if you can't get better, go for the antibiotics. Wow. Super interesting. Honey's oh, a total hot God. topic. We'll say no more about honey. Yeah, because we're exactly. going to save it for Man, another day. I'll finish aspartame because we need to get this out. Experiments that they've done on aspartame. Tumours in mice. Tumours in mice or tumours in rats? I heard we, cutting up the tumours tumor, and high tum traces of it. Tumours in rats and um, yeah, that too. And uh, monkeys died. Monkeys died. Oh, after, I think oh, they did monkeys, like 300 man. days of aspartame. Monkeys died. 
Um, I don't know what the dosages were on these, but there's all sorts Poor of health benefits. monkeys, like. So, be, oh, actually, chewing gum. Maybe all chewing gum. All chewing gum. Watch out. All chewing gum, unless it says... There's, is it Hubba Bubba? That's the Hubba only one? Hubba doesn't have any. It's got That's sugar. just sugar. And then, like, nice. golf balls. Ruin your teeth instead. Yeah. Golf balls, they probably have all the fucking shit. Probably do know. But basically, um, most of the chewing gum, besides Hubba Bubba, has aspartame in it. Yes. 100%. So, if you were a monkey and you had enough chewing gum, you'd die. Yes. You'd be oh, dead. fuck it. Dead as a monkey. Keep them away from monkeys, man. Yeah, keep it away. We're monkeys, aren't we? Um, well, I don't know about that. Well, we know, we've evolved. No, actually, sure, we haven't. We've devolved yeah. from, from giants. Yeah, I think monkeys are dead. In my opinion, yeah. I think monkeys are the whole a separate species. It's a questionable um, enough one, isn't it? The whole evolve. Come on, like. I don't know. We're, we're going to re delve into that. No, sorry, day. anyway. We yeah, won't do it yeah. now. Um, so, look, diseases with aspartame, it's been linked to cancer, it's been linked to brain tumours, Alzheimer's, oh, um, also linked to birth defects as well in some oh, cases. Um, so, look, it's, it's the way the body processes it, it just creates a, a byproduct and a residue that's toxic to the body. Formaldehyde, mm. the way it's processed. Um, so just overall in general aspartame not good for the body at all avoid it avoid if you care about your body total mm. bollocks alert that it's an acceptable substitute yeah. for sugar and um, it's still in the food yeah oasis to drink it's yeah, in that get out of it I mean come on I mean it's totally oh, demanding stupidly remove that and that goes and other artificial sweeteners as well to an extent but mainly aspartame and we'll get that yeah get that knocked and, on the head and you know these companies to be fair to them, they could just change it. They could. They why, could why is it still in it? Like? And it's addictive as well. Aspartame is... Um, oh, it's, uh, it's, like it's a Pepsi Max. Yes. Oh, Super it's addictive. highly addictive aspartame is. Mm. I know a couple of people who, who, who can't get enough of aspartame. And we're only seeing what's Coke. in it. And we're only seeing what yeah. we came across. Yeah. It's not like we're making anything up here. No, you the, know? the research is there. It's out there. And I'll tell you, there's plenty of it out there. There's, mm. there's groups of people The world is changing, together. man. We're coming, we're coming back and forth. We're coming back this and forth. This Irish life is totally back and The poison peddlers. See you later, lads. Just remove the poison. It's not fair. Change the world, mate. Stop. Stop with the bollocks. as well. Oh, Moving on from yeah. that. We'll, still, uh, as the bollocks alert. We need to change the energy of the world. People and need to forgive. Come on. Yeah. Like, get over the whole religion thing. Let's yeah. move on. Join together. Join together. Dun, dun. You can sing a song. Hey, we'll go around that. Join together, together. That would make you think about energy, wouldn't it? It would, which is the next topic. It's the next topic Boom. of the of the evening. Back of the net. Energy. That was a total back of the net yeah. over there now. It just flows nice. I love it. It just flows nice. Yeah. Um, energy, yeah. I had a look into energy. I found, I found some cool stuff. It's always nice. I've always I've always um can entice to hear this now to be honest. I love it. Yeah, there's some yeah. cool stuff. And it kind of links in obviously to what we what we also talk about in the other topics, like With the, the body martial and arts the chemicals, and stuff. the martial arts. Oh yeah. Just links Brilliant. into everything. Yes. And yes. I suppose it would because the energy, the main the main the main idea that you come across about energy is the fact that it is the all pervasive energy of the universe. Mm. That it's the energy of everything is energy. All is energy. The body is energy. Yes. The earth is energy. Um, everything is a matrix of energy with, but just different combinations of it. Even moving takes energy to do it. Yeah. So, like, to deny that even, you know. I get out of yeah. bed in the morning. How did I do it? Well, I had to use my energy to kind of, in my brain, to say, get up. Then yeah. I had to tell my brain to tell my body to use more energy to go, right, I'm up. Yeah. You know, it's literally, how do you not believe in energy? 
energy it's crazy like. energy is everywhere, but not only that energy that like the energy of consciousness as well mm. the energy of consciousness that that is in everything you yes. know um uh, explain so every culture across the world would have um legends and beliefs in the fact that we are all one energy and one consciousness and that this energy can be manipulated Ooh. and that we can use this energy yeah yeah so i don't mm. know if, is, yeah yeah sorry so, no. so we could you you could use this energy um and obviously we don't use it as much anymore as we probably did in the past mm. um but from a scientific perspective and you know i always love the kind of the science behind it and like the bodily processes and what's going on yeah. with the energy so like in science science itself has been able to detect the energy of the the human body the energy of the planet so we're actually able to measure a lot so of science these. can measure like science can measure how the things energy. are going like yeah but it can measure the energy of the body like for example if you if you uh, measure the voltage of the human finger i think oh, it is yes there's a current and it's a, nice. a low voltage current so there's an energy and there's a magnetic field that comes from the body all of the time mm. and with that energy that's what that's what is potentially being manipulated okay you know um so i mean like so what, would you say news watching the news would that affect your energy watching the news your mental energy to your emotional energy to your physical energy would that it would from the point of view of i mean if you're looking at from the the energetic field perspective mm -hmm. i mean staying on the science side i mean what you're what you're getting in i heard to stop to i heard you, uh, you know? for anyone who's listening i heard like to stop watching news did you ever hear that one it's a new one now. definitely sure i wouldn't watch it like news. it's not even real like it's all put together it's kind of orchestrated enjoy the show kind of stuff you know? yeah it's like almost a jesus what's going on yeah um so that i would definitely say that be careful what energy you let in mm. um and it's from the the point of view that i suppose that kind of links into law of attraction kind of stuff oh nice yes you nasa know. brown over in canada is loving that yeah the, that's what you what you direct your energy towards and what you so would you be think about the universe will draw it in mm. and it will take that energy and give you back the energy that like you're a good luck out. kind of way like almost you'd give out good energy and you would get back good energy yes and you could look at that as good luck yeah as well but when you're absorbing good energy so like you say looking at the news is bad energy but also you surround yourself with good energy instead but that can go with people as well you know i mean oh, you're, of course, you're taking yeah. the energy in um but that's kind of going aside i wanted to first mention because I, I thought this was super interesting on the scientific side oh yes that like the body itself is an electromagnetic being you know oh. so the body is made up of like over 50 trillion cells something like that walking battery uh, walking battery yeah of which funnily enough did you say battery your heart is the battery the strongest oh, yeah. electromagnetic current that comes from the body is the heart so the heart is the battery of that the body. is a total back of the net isn't that a back of the net and can i also mention that beetroot remember we did it before yeah remember that was super good for the heart if you have a heart condition that was yeah. a hot topic before i'm just going to say that 
Literate, very good for the heart. Yeah, keep the heart going. I mean, the heart is the battery, and that's where the current comes from. So there's a measurable electromagnetic current comes from the heart, and that current yes. spreads out. I think it's three to four feet out of the body, so you can measure it a couple of feet outside the body. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're just after blowing my bollocks yeah. off there. know that. This isn't the aura either. This is not the same as an aura. This is the yes. electromagnetic current or the electromagnetic energy of the heart. Okay. So. I mean, that was super interesting. And the, the fact that the, they say that the energy itself resonates at different frequencies. So it seems to be that the energy is resonating and the body will react or the body's energy field will react if a frequency hits it. Okay. So if uh, you could think of the news to be a frequency, so bad news if the body is hit with bad frequency which is the same as watching you know, the news watching the news not or, true. or watching a lot of programs that have subtle oh, messages embedded in them street eastenders and fair city yeah all of that sorry there all guys, of those probably not the best for the mind but you know some people can just ignore all that so they say anyway yeah well i mean if you if you pull yourself if you if you bring enough in i'm just using that point to illustrate as a frequency so the mm. body works on the frequency level. Yes. So if you consider the body as an electromagnetic being, mm. which is measurable, the heart which being is the strongest yeah. center, um, you, got, you are then absorbing the frequencies that come mm. to you. So we're having a chat and we've got good energy and yes. our, our fields work well together. Mm, yeah. So this is how your energy field re reacts with another. Mm. Yes. And you can have a good energy with somebody or you can have a bad energy with somebody and these fields resonate with each other, mm. you know? Um, but um, I was going to ask you one thing there, if you don't mind, I was going to say this before you go on. Do you know, uh, I heard Hicks and Gracie, who mm -hmm. was one of the, you know, do we give Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu a mention there, where they go in the martial arts as well, because they were obviously the guys who created Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, the Gracie family. And uh, Hilo Gracie learned from the, and not going off into this now at all, mm -hmm. but the Hilo Gracie and Hickson was his son. He right. was the original, and Carlos Gracie, they invented Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu from the Japanese Judo and Jiu-Jitsu. Right. But Hickson, nowadays, all he does is surf, because he's so bait from, like, grappling. And yeah. He was a total champion. He was a Valtudo champion. He was in pride. But anyway, he surfs now because he believes that it equalizes his energy in the ocean. And he said he doesn't surf to surf. Mm -hmm. He surfs to like paddle out through the waves. Like he reckons doing all that when he comes out and he stands on the beach and he's done. He's now the battery fully charged. Like you said, mm -hmm. I thought it was so interesting. I just thought it was relevant to what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, and that's just, you know, the ocean, the power of the ocean. I'm sure Shane McGrath would agree with me there. I definitely think it does that. Yeah. But, uh, sorry, no, for interrupting. No, it's not. Yeah. It's very, Unreal. very true. Charging Charged that, charging the battery. You know, there's probably a frequency in that. In as the well. ocean. Well, he said seventy percent of the world is connected in through the ocean, so it was like one magnetic. Yes. And you're going into that, you know. Yeah. Cool enough. Very cool. Very cool. Um, other thing I came across from the bio biological perspective is um, the way that energy works with um, chemicals in the human body and mm. how it links to the energy system of the body. So. 
the energy, the ancient beliefs in energy kind of relates back to the chakras and you've got the seven chakras on your body and then you yeah, actually yeah. have some other chakras that are outside of your body. But you've got seven chakras and those chakras, seven major chakras on the body and they can be considered the energy vortexes of the body. This actually goes back to the Indian philosophy on, um, on, on life and energy and how the body is made up and how to access different, the, different uh, powers. In ancient in India, like? In ancient India, India yeah. yeah. So if you've got your you you've got your seven chakras, your seven major chakras, and then you've got minor chakras as well. So you can think of your chakras as the power stations, and you could think of your minor chakras, which run along your energy meridians, like your arms and your legs. Your and arms stuff. and your legs. So okay. acupuncture looks at the energy meridians. So if oh, you run yes. through your energy meridians, you have minor chakras along those points. Oh man! They're like relay stations to the rest of your body. Wow! So this is the belief of how the energy within the body runs through the body, and so you can. Indian and Chinese beliefs. Indian, definitely Indian, but I think it rolls into a lot of Middle Eastern, or not Middle Eastern, Far Eastern philosophy. So you've got your energy centers within the body, which are your chakras, but each chakra is related to a gland. So the nervous system of the body and the the endocrine system. So the endocrine system of the body, so you've got your pituitary gland, you've got in the top of your head, which is your crown chakra, you've got your pineal gland, which is your third eye, your thyroid gland which is your throat chakra yeah you've got your heart which is also i think the heart is also a gland which is your um heart chakra. your heart chakra nice then you've got um, i can't remember just Sorry. below your belly button below your belly four button. fingers I, isn't yeah it? i can't remember what the gland is and mm. um, down below as you go down lower your pineal gland uh, your pineal glands in your no in your head and um, i think like the hypothalamus or something like that there, as well i don't know I don't know. But anyway, that's what it relates to. So each gland produces chemicals. Uh, so sorry, if you and think your last one then underneath. The last one. Underneath your, your ball. Is, sorry, your, uh, your prostate. In, yeah, no. prostate. Is it the prostate? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Exactly right there. Underneath, um, yeah. uh, middle of your body. So what's super interesting about this is that, so you've got the energy system, which yes. maps onto the chakras. Yeah. The chakras are the energy system of the body, oh. which allow the body to absorb universal Mad. energy. The chakras are then related to the endocrine system, which is the system of glands in the body. Oh. They are the system that produce the chemicals that oh allow you to feel so you're emotions. Saying your chakras will get sick from the energy your system. Your chakras right? get sick from the energy system and vice versa, your energy system can get sick from the chakras being mm. clogged. So the way the energy works is in this harmonious unison with the endocrine system. So the chemicals of the body are produced in the glands, which can be reached and recharged by the energy that comes from the chakras, but which is also influenced by the way you take care of your body because Mm. your glands can become atrophied as they call it, or um, malfunctional and irrelevant without a proper diet and without taking care of your body correctly. So, you can be absorbing very bad energy and uh, living a very bad lifestyle and all of your glands become under pressure or you can absorb very good energy and live a very good lifestyle and it makes for a more har- harmonious energy system within the body. So interesting that. Yeah. I really think that's like... Oh, it's, I was amazed when I found it out. I was me- absolutely amazed. Do you remember years ago when we read this book, we shared uh, the stuff and it was about a shaman? Mm, I was going to say that about the, the Reiki and the Shaman. That was a good time chakra, to say yeah. that book. And anyway, I forget what it was called, but you remember we were we were uh, we learned how to cleanse your chakras in the shower from the book. Yes, we did it for quite some time as well. I, I still found. do it actually. Yeah, 
I haven't done it in a while, but I found yeah, out when I think of it. doing it. Yeah. yeah. Look it, into that one. Cleanse yeah. your chakras. Cleanse your chakras. Cleanse the energy. Definitely yeah. find it handy enough, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, I would always say that, you know, if anybody's interested in feeling well, you've got a lifestyle side of it and a diet side, but you've also got your, your bodily energy system is real and it exists and they treat it with Reiki. They treat it with acupuncture. Reiki was proven, you know that? Yeah, with science. acupuncture. Yeah, I mean, they, that's ridiculous. They did a thing with Reiki where they were able to show that Reiki increased like red blood cells. They did a test on someone, like literally checked them after Reiki was done. And it was yeah. like, it works like, the energy yeah, is real. 100%, it's real, it Amazing. works. Amazing, and acupuncture, yeah. as you said, that's only one, like Acu that. Everybody knows acupuncture. Acupuncture is super, that saved me before my hand show. I got like 10 sessions, it was good to go again. Yeah, unreal, absolutely amazing stuff. Um, so I thought that was really cool, what I found out with that and the, the link to the chemicals and the mapping of the body. Mm. Um, the, the energy, it's also a link. So if you take away from the body, all right, mm. and then if you move from the bodily energy system and you map onto what would be a world energy system. Yes. So if you imagine... They also say in in um, historical texts and ancient philosophies that the world itself also has an energy system. And what's that called again? The web, the Indian web around the whole world. I was going to interrupt you while I go to ask you this. The Indian web. It's like the Hindu religion have it. It's like a spider web. Everyone's involved. So if you kill a fish. He's in your web. Yeah, we mentioned like that before. You, yeah, 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 you know. I don't know, I presume it's probably the same Same web, thing. Same, same type thing. of It's an energy web. Like, so energy web. You're connected to everything you do, everyone you see, everything you, yeah. every action you take. If you kill something, you know, it's like, it brings you on a different, it brings you on a different journey on the web then. Mm, I would say know? that's even deeper than the web I'm about to talk okay. about. That would be another layer within this mm. web. Yes. So what I I'm heard saying of it is before, that that's all. you would have the the energy system of the world, and that the world has chakras as well. Yes. And that they exist, you know, places like Giza. At one stage, Ireland was told uh, Ireland is said to be the heart chakra. I've read that recently. Oh, I've I totally also, believe that. Yeah. So, Ireland, there's something so special mm. about Irish people as well. Yeah. I'm starting to realise this, this Irish life, come on, we yeah. are super cool, like. We are very cool, we, we have a good outlook on life, mm. and it's, I don't know, is it the magic in the good air? Good country, though. The chakra itself, and the energy. Well, we don't have any nukes either here and stuff like that, yeah. we're kind of, we're super, I don't know, we're kind of tuned into natural life, we're like an islander, we're like, kind of like Hawaii, yeah. you know Hawaii have no GMO? Good for them, Yeah, we're delighted. We'd, I'd like to say we do, I'd like to we say don't. It. But I, with a bit of luck and a bit of this Irish life, bit of power, we might get that done someday. Mm. Um, but the whole, like, I mean, the the energy web of the world and the way that the whole world is linked in a web of energy, and um, the energy meridians. So the Earth has chakras, oh. and then the meridians run around, and wow. these are called the ley lines. And these are also scientifically provable to exist. You know, dosing. With totally the two blown rods, my box off there, no the two rods, they can walk along. So um, there's ley lines running through. There's ley lines running through Ireland, I'm sure, England. Um, I think mm. there's a ley line running through the, the Giza Pyramid Complex. I think the likes of Machu Picchu. I heard energies can attract these, these ley lines and travel on them. Yeah. I heard so things like that. Say, there's, yeah. there's all sorts of kind of... Mad. 
Oof. Wild, magical stories. The wild card will probably bring us there. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. But so, I found that super interesting. That that's mad. You know, you've got the you've got the energy of the body, and then the energy of the world on top of it, and they all go back so far in time. You know. So we're potentially connected <laughs> to ley lines. We're going on certain paths because you know. I suppose whatever feels right and whatever feels good about is the path you should go by, isn't it? If you're trying to make a decision on something like John Mitchell Learner was talking about fighting as a career, he doesn't know if he's going to do it yet, but he's happy enough. Fair play to him, like. You know, yeah. that his energy is telling him to go ahead with it. He's loving it. So he is going to go ahead with it. He's obviously going to college as a backup, you know. But um, It's the way to do it. It is, like. Follow, follow, follow your energy follow of what energy. feels good. And fill that energy. That was another thing. You like doing what across. you're doing. Keep doing it. The, the, the art of building your energy and you know focusing that energy then on what it is that you want to achieve so like, you kind of think back to the idea of the prana mm. and the, the chi yes which goes into the martial arts that the original martial arts was a huge amount got to do with energy oh yes and of course, the, the qigong chi. so like qigong. i mean it says it in the world the tai chi movement the tai chi so i mean what i found was that in the qigong so qigong was the original as you said mm. qigong was the 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 art of it was i have it was the art of healing it was the art of healing it was it's I not it's, just fighting it was like how you'd heal your it body was, i read that it was i came across that it's like a, a system of healthcare oh. that in, integrates physical postures <sighs> breathing techniques and focused intention. Okay, I'm doing all, Tai Chi anyway, which is just All with the intention of building, using, and distributing Chi, Prana, energy. So what you do is you fill your base chakra with energy. Which okay? is where? Where's your base? Your base chakra is down at the bottom of your spine. Okay. So it's red in color. That's your base chakra. On your back, you're thinking. On your lower, lower back, down almost on the top of your ass. Okay. Down there. So the tailbone. very base of your so your tailbone, yeah. Nice. So down there is where your energy is said to reside. And they call it the Kundalini energy. Mm-hmm. And Kundalini is the ancient art of awakening the serpent from the bottom of your your lower back. And that energy rises up through all of your chakras. Wow. But um, going up, moving through all the chakras and then out through the top of the crown and then into the earth as well. So you build the energy using Qigong type of practice. You build that energy and then you can use that energy and distribute it during the day. So Qigong, as you said, was the healthcare, kind of the the system of healthcare. So that's what they use to stay well. That's so, mad. and that's so every day you're practicing going I've done my qigong today I'm now healthy and you feel super and good as well you feel unbelievably good so I didn't mean to interrupt you there but what I was saying is we should do a tai chi and maybe get back on it maybe do we even could you do a bit of YouTube tai chi oh you could could you be at home we did a bit of tai chi before uh, I think you did more than me I think yeah. Khan did a bit with you yeah and we did this um, thing with the hands that was super I have cool to say, no, man, I did nothing towards Tai Chi. I did oh. more yoga and um, Pilates and Bikram and stuff like that. But yeah. excited about Tai Chi, we know yeah. what you're talking about. So That's cool. Like, Qigong was the, mar- the the healthcare system. And then Tai Chi developed from Qigong. Okay. And Tai Chi is actually, I'll tell you what, like, 
it's um involves the energy meridium system again so it's about building the chi again um national daily exercise in china is actually what it is nice but it's also like the promoter of like supreme bodily function you know yes building the energy and the chi Uh, it's more choreographed movement so whereas the qigong qigong is postures Tai Chi is movements. So you're beginning in the posture with the breathing and the focused intention. Mm. And then you take that and then you move. And that's Tai Chi. Wow. And then you take Tai Chi and then you do it fast. And that's Kung Fu. All wow. using the energy. Mixed with calorie, obviously. Mixed with everything else and that everything goes else, with yeah. it. You and know? ideas of humanity. Yeah. Let's but say. I mean, this base mm. forms into, wow. into Kung Fu. Um, and it's all about using the energy and Building the energy, releasing, not so much in uh, Chinese, uh, releasing the Kundalini, but the Kundalini release would be more on the, the Indian side of it. Um, Lovely, yeah. So where they yeah. have a big into the chakras. India deserve a serious mention because they have yoga as well. They're like, they're knocked it right out the park with everything. We've probably, probably taken everything true. from them. <laughs> India came true big time overall. We have martial arts, yoga, we got the lot. Thanks, lads. Yeah, it's real. To be but, fair uh, to Right. And it was uh, crazy though. I mean, like, I mean, the amount of well, what else I found? I mean, the oh yeah, we we spoke about that. Einstein. The, I liked Einstein's one. Einstein, yeah. What Einstein said. Energy. Go what, for it. What he said. Well, apart from the fact that he said energy cannot be created or destroyed, it only changes from one form to another. Wow. Um, apart from the fact that he said that, which is fairly self-evident, he, yes. he also said something that I found very interesting, and I wrote it down so that I could say it, but I can't see it. But he said something like. Yeah, a second ago. Oh, I have it here. Anyone who studies science becomes convinced that there is a spirit universe vastly superior than man. And this was said by Holy Albert Einstein. Shit. And what he's referring to is that when you look into science and you can it's see that there is a, a, a grand design to it. Mm. Um, and apparently there was a lot of scientists that could see this design. Oh, but, yeah. Um, sure, that thing uh, may messages in water, sure. Yeah, yeah, the water see, changes with energy. That's another thing. Like, you they know. Did, I, I came across a test that somebody did, and they changed the pH of water over a period of time, up and down, consistently with what? energy. And then they did it from distance oh as well. Oh my God. Yeah, the power of intention. So intending the water to change pH yeah. by one full that is pH insane. of it. And then... Power of prayer. They tried to replicate it across the world, okay? And what they found was that the pH... They replicated it to the extent that the pH value changed, but where people who did it lower down, the pH value changed less than it did when they did it higher up than the original experiment. So it was like the energy oh, of the like world. The world helped. Yes, yeah, I get you. Was, wow. Was, you know, so, That's so interesting. So, I mean, like, all over. I think we could go on about a topic. Like, that could be just a topic alone in a podcast, to be honest, the whole water thing. Because I heard they played, like, Hitler speaking to water. And they watched it change like in a very yeah. scary form. I mean, that's under totally a magnifying glass. The frequency and the resonation once again. And then they had a Buddhist monk prayer over water, and it was beautiful. Like it was like almost like symmetrically. I saw frozen that. Ice. That was absolutely amazing. <sighs> Man, it was super that cool. stuff blow your mind off, like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely amazing. I think as well. Uh, it's probably about that time where we go. Um, Hot, hot topic. topic! Let's get some hot topics going. Hot, topic. hot chocolate? No hot topic. Yeah, it's good. Good hot topic. So the energy was good. 
Energy was good. good. Rolled nicely into the um, rolled nicely into the martial arts. Martial arts. Epic adventure into the energy. We'll dip in there again soon, I'm sure. Oh but yeah. But, uh, John tell Mitchell us what these covers. hot topics are. The tell hot us, topic. Tell us the hot topic. Tell me, I am super excited about this okay. one. Okay, lads, you're not going to believe this. Right under our noses again. Dandelions. The weed dandelion. The weed. The stuff I've been looking at for years. Line that you are trying to get out of your garden. No way. And is wrecking your head every time you drive over the lawnmower. And the same one you pick up and blow away and it blows into the sky, you know, and you make a wish when you're a child. They're dandelions. They're dandelions as well. as well when they lose the flower, the flower turns into that. Wow. So what I came across anyways, if nature was to tell you anything, which it is, is that they're yellow, they're mm-hmm. attractive, same colour as the sun, they grow everywhere and they almost are telling you that they're there. That's just the fact. Yeah. Dandelion or if they grow the cracks in your driveway like. Very true, yeah. So it's the root anyway, and the stem, but more so the root. You have to dry the root, you have to dry the stem. You can do it with the leaves as well, actually. There's like a different kind of potency with the leaves added. But, <coughs> excuse me. But from the root, from the stem, and from the leaves, the combination of nutrients is just going to blow your bollocks clean off. <laughs> I'm serious now, like. I'm excited. This is to a hear hot this. topic and a half, like. You mentioned a little bit, and I was excited, and I said, ah, "Tell me no more." It's just insane. So like. I'm actually hearing this for the first time, and I am super excited. So, so number one, anyway, if you're bloated, if you're feeling a bit overweight, if you have a wedding you want to go to tomorrow, get some dandelion tea into you now, and drink it because what it does is it helps your kidneys and your bladder empty out all the bad stuff so it makes you pee it's a bit of a diuretic right but a mild one it's not like a thing that's going to make you go oh run to the toilet every second but you could get a laxative out of it if you wanted to if you took enough of it take enough yeah yeah so it uh they say if you're going to take it pick it wild so like up to a mountain and pick loads of it don't pick it from your like your local green where you don't know who yeah. sprayed stuff where or dog shit or whatever oh 100 percent. don't take it from your garden because you know again dog shit cat shit whatever rain uh, so usually like an organic setting like a mountain top or whatever would be the best so you'd collect them you'd dry them out or grow your own organic yeah. dandelions maybe super easy to grow it's only a weed like so they'll probably <laughs> grow in the thing naturally anyway if you leave it there long enough yeah you're right yeah yeah it's those things that fly away, actually, the seed. That's the seed. So that's why dandelions are so prevalent. Yeah, they're everywhere because of that. So, I love it. So like, the, the universe has told us, basically, you're not going to believe this, man. Cancer cure, 98% cure what? on lung cancer. That's Everyone epic. here knows smokes is going to have, going to be super excited. I'm not who's, promoting who's smoking. Say, who's saying that? This is coming from a, the cancer, cancer Centre in Ontario which is one of the highest in the world. They're, they're big behind like, you know, cannabis oil and they're, they're big into like cancer curing without chemo. Nice. They're trying to figure out, see. And anyone here who, know, who I know, uh, who I know myself, if chemo is involved in someone who'd been sick with cancer, chances aren't good, like, mm. you know, especially yeah. if you're in stage four, like, you know, you're, you're, you're in a different setting, but, um, <coughs> This is where I came across it anyway. Stage four, cancer. People going home, like a week to live. Chance to run with dandelion after their chemo. Saved their life. 
doctors no way. doctors mind basiled from it can't like understand how your man is back he's okay his tumors are like nearly gone the things are after shrinking his health is unreal suppose it's a it's a real uh, one for actually making you feel good it's when we did the gut health thing before mm-hmm. natural gut health good bacteria yeah just you said it was the root and then the, the high cancer curing rate I think interesting that it goes back to remember mm. remember that guy that you had experience with the root and he was talking about how the power oh, of the yes, roots, the roots yeah. and dandelion root is super powerful you keep referencing him we have yeah. to go there and do an interview with him yeah. he's a legend like that I guy definitely, I mean, the old he, biology teacher when you taught me about what he taught you mm. about you know it's just, just the way to do it and what he understood about the power of the roots it was just, I was amazed. Mm. And this guy has had, he's cured people. Like, he would love said, to have us uh, talk people. to him. We could call out to him and do this. Loads of people have. Yeah. People, yeah, oh yeah, people have, he, he's, people have offered to write books for him and everything. I remember he was telling me loads of stuff where like, I was like blown away. Yeah, when you taught me, he, I was blown away. He made um, organic sun, sun cream from seaweed that they collected themselves. And he's a biology teacher and he went away and they made everything themselves. It's the way to live. That's but, the way of the future. But, um, oh, it is. So he would be totally behind this, know what I'm saying. But, um, no, I, I, I definitely think that uh, the cancer one is a big one. And supposedly prostate cancer as well. Is, uh, what, what, what's in it that makes it so popular or makes it so strong, potent? Um, do you know what's in it? The free radical scavenging things that we went on about before they search through your body for bad stuff oh yeah what were they in um just free radical they're f- what they are is they're free free radical fighters there's they're they're called um do you know what i actually have them written down here what they are find it there it's terrible they're called antioxidants no python nutrients nutrients oh phytonutrients yeah that's what they are i had that a couple of weeks ago phytonutrients they're a super one for the inflamed and uh, what the most potent thing about dandelion is, is that it kills a fungus. Mm. And fungus is a cancer. Yes, I've heard that So too. does bicarbonate, also kills fungus. Fungus, that's the whole idea there. A lot so, of diseases, uh, bacterial mm. diseases, I think, are, can be fungus The fact that it's too. such a hot topic is this right in front of us. This that's is hilarious. Yeah. You can have side effects from doing like too many cups of tea or whatever, where you're going to like, be super, you know, need to go to the toilet or whatever. But it's not bad. You're not going to, like, die or yeah. anything. You'll be fine. It's probably doing you good, if oh, anything, yeah. because so it's cleaning Your you liver out. and your kidneys, they reckon, if you're going to feel any bit of sickness, that's your kidney, kidneys and your liver emptying out all the shit. Your gallbladder as well, suppose you have any problems with your gallbladder. Mm. Unreal for that. Get it into you. Sorts it out itself. Really? Yeah, you can actually avoid surgery and everything, they reckon. That's amazing. <laughs> it's insane. And then high blood pressure. Um... Inflammation, if you suffer from inflammation, just like green tea, you yeah. can t- drink away on the old dandelion tea, like bring the inflammation back down. And uh, can you eat like raw dandelion root? I mean, do you have to have it in tea or what way do you do it? Would you, you in could, tea? I suppose you tea. could grind up the root, could you? No, like that, well, no, like it, has to, it no? needs to be heated for some reason to get this goodness out of it. Um, the antioxidants yes. and everything, it has to be. The root has to be heated and then everything comes into the tea. Really? Yeah, that's the only way it works. You can't have it raw. I don't think you have the leaves raw, you know, that go around yeah. the stem. But um, supposedly it's important that you dry the root and the stem and when they're dry you make tea. And that potency and that heat, it's kind of, I don't know how it works, but 
I want to say about the anti antioxidants, the free radical, they, they, they change cells, the free radicals. Mm -hmm. And what the dandelion does is it changes the cell back. Right, so you've got 50 trillion cells in your body and dandelion Go is in, working on them and, and they, fixing up the energy in they, them. Yeah, it fixes up the energy like you were saying, but it fixes, it recognises bad cells yeah. and makes them good. Transfers and, them. And the free radicals make them bad. So it fights the free radicals like that. I love it. So if you had one cup a day even, it would be like super good for your body. Very good for your gut, creates bile, which helps digestion. <sighs> Loads of stuff that actually like super important with actually being human and living day to day. These beautiful flowers you look out and give out about in your garden every day are actually there to help you. They can save your life. It's you insane. Like, it right yeah, your and nose. they reckon the biggest one obviously is the whole cancer thing. That's, good. That's a new one. Two days, they reckon 20, 48 hours he mended something to his body. Whatever he did, he must have overloaded. But whatever he did, he did in 48 hours. And they, absolutely mind-blowing. Uh, they reckon the new way to fight all of these ailments and diseases is going, obviously, the immune system. Because the immune system is the ultimate fight, not chemo, not any of these other things. You know, if you're lucky enough to be in this situation, some people need chemo. Or, you know, I don't, I'm not an expert in these situations where you mm -hmm. need to get chemo or not. But your immune system is very important. And supposedly, dandelion gives your immune system such a boost. You would knock any cold any flu nice. it's just it's probably packed with minerals like does that have like zema or anything oh, has the lot has the lot probably jam-packed zinc magnesium i haven't written down here of course like they don't bang them out bang them out well, like... do it justice <laughs> yeah well topic. it has rich in vitamin c vitamin a has more better carotene than carrots which is one of the <laughs> highest um it all the chain of amino acids so do you, you know your electrolytes Oh, yeah. sorry, not amino acids. My apologies. Your electrolytes. So your uh, zinc, magnesium, B6 uh, has full chain of zema. So it's a natural form of zema, zinc, magnesium, B6. And it also has um, a, it helps bring down a toxic levels and metal, traces of metal. Like when I was talking about mercury before from fish yeah. and stuff. can get that out of your body as well. It's insane, like. I'm going to have to start on the dandelion. Oh, I think everyone should, to be honest. From reading into it, I couldn't believe it. Uh, the power of the internet. This is like people I'm connected to on Facebook now who share interesting stuff. They're not afraid to talk about stuff. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm not either. So that's why I'm pro promoting dandelion. But the last thing about it, really, is that it's a superfood. And it's in the wild. It's free. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Just make sure it's not sprayed with pesticides. And yes. happy days. Good man. That's for I important. love it. That's the hottest topic since yes. since the last hot topic. Cancer Center Ontario. That's the one to if you're, if you're questioning what I'm saying, go in and check them out. That's Back of the net. Back of the net. All the doctors are in there going, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Scratching their heads. Let's go there. And to be fair, Canada are totally on top of their shit. I love that about Canada. Yeah, they do a bit. In and America, terms they of have they have they have alternative hospitals they do. in New York. You wouldn't underneath. see an alternative hospital here. Well, maybe if this Irish life keeps going yeah, where we're going, maybe. we might get one. Surely now. somebody wants to, you know, so surely somebody wants to do something amazing, Definitely. natural. Oh. You know, somebody's got the, the dream. But um, I think that that's uh, well covered there now with yeah. the um, with dandelion. Super you know? hot topic. Next, and then uh, oh man, wild card. Wild card. Wild card for next week. Wild card for next. Week. We do this all the time now. We give a wild card next week. What's coming up? A little bit. Wild card. Special Halloween. time of year. Halloween. Halloween. Halloween, Halloween special. This Irish life Halloween special. 
What day is Halloween next? It's the 31st of October. It's Monday. It's the Monday. The so Monday our podcast. Yeah. Uh, our podcast will be the Wednesday beforehand. So we will be coming into Halloween. So we're doing the Halloween special on the eve of Halloween, basically. Yeah. About five days beforehand. And we're going to have a little chat about. Well, we're going to talk about Halloween. number one. Do you mind if I just say this? Go we're going to talk it. about relevant stuff. That's genuinely scaring people in the world at the moment. This clown craze, which came up from um, It the Clown, Stephen King's novel, and an, an ex-murderer as well, or an ex-murderer, an actual murderer in America, called Wrinkles the Clown. And these, these fuckers anyway are known to be molesting children, killing them. And there's been threats sent to schools by emails, anonymous emails saying, watch your children. There's been clowns waiting outside schools, only children see them, no adults. And then the minute these kids run, the clowns are gone. And the guy's wearing masks with cloaks, so they're able to turn into just a man walking his dog in two seconds, you know. So this like, really happened? Oh yeah, this is legit. And is it that, is it that common? Even is McGregor it? was on about it in an interview. This is a legit problem at the moment. Yeah. I'm after watching... I'm going to go on about it next week, to be honest. Yeah. I'm after watching a lot of videos, and there seems to be uploading of videos every day, every week, since September. And the videos started, there's a cool chain, there's a video started in America, and then they spread to Australia, and then they spread to England, and now they're after spreading to Ireland. There was a clown scene in the tunnel, in Cork, skipping through the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is the thing I'm going to say. I'm going to Are say they this all next dangerous thing. clowns, though? Well, supposedly a lot of them carry knives and machetes and stuff. That would be dangerous, then. Well, you sh- like, the cops in America gave a warning not to take notice that they're carrying knives and stuff. That's part of the costume. They're trying to downplay it. But look, if someone has a knife and they're approaching me, I'm sorry, no. I'm either going to run or I'm going to attack them, one or the other. Yeah. Depending on how I feel about the situation. Probably going to run, to be honest. Yes, you don't want to be going one-to-one. I'm going to go on about this next week. Yeah. But if you're freaked about this, like I am, and you have kids and you're worried about stuff like this, there is a counter where we can attack back. And what it is is drive-bys, if you find any clones, with pellet boy guns. And Not that you're promoting this kind of thing, Duggan. Well, no, if they're molesters and stuff, I am, yeah. If uh, they're waiting outside schools for kids. We're gonna, I suppose, yeah, of that's course. What, that's what it's looking like Are in there. see them? I've never seen clowns. No, I don't think it's going to come to Ireland, to be honest. But it is happening in Australia That'd and be, it is happening in America. Cool. Pelican drive-by. Pelican drive-by and a, not just Pelican, paintball. Paintball would be more effective because uh, they they really hurt and they're big. Mm. A pelican would really hurt, but uh, you could take out an eye as well. But supposedly a lot of these guys, when the cops arrest them, they're either drunk, they're on their own, no connection to anyone, and a lot of them have mental illnesses, so they shouldn't be out home at all. And they're Who snuck in Lord's out name has released these people on two? I don't uh, know, and they're all wearing these scary clothes. Like I have two, two kids, like I tell you one thing, this stuff... Scares the shit out of me when I know there's people outside schools and stuff doing this kind of stuff. Whether they're trying to scare kids or not, what they're implying is that they're sick molesters and they're going to yeah. rob your children. Like. So that's why yeah. I'm super pissed off over it. It's going to be part of the Halloween special next week. Yeah, because... I'm going to keep an eye on it as because well. Because it's scary. We're but, also going to be talking about on the Halloween special. Hmm. We're going to be talking about Halloween itself. Oh, yes. We're going to be talking about the origins of Halloween. Lovely. Where did Halloween come from? What's it all about for... For many Irish people, and possibly people further afield as well, nice. Um, may be aware that Halloween is uh, it's a Celtic festival. 
Mm. Um, I I was saying it for was women, about, isn't it? Did you say it for? Well, I'll tell you there now, without giving too much away. Um, Celtic festival. I think it, I thought it was originated in Ireland. You said Celtic and brought it. So, ah no. So we're, so we're not going to peg ourselves down. Old Druid time Celtic. Old Druid time Celtic. Um, what they used to do, it was a worship of the Trinity goddess. So the 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 um the, the festival of the crone. Oh yeah. So the yes. crone is the old lady. So you've got the young, the the middle aged, and then the old. So the crone, it was the celebration of the Trinity, uh, goddess. Oh. Uh, yes. And it was actually, uh, it was a time that was said to, where the spirits would come back yes, if they were lost and yes, they'd find so, so the world nurture from the living people. and the dead, were closest and. The mm. dead could come back and they could talk to the living and you could see ghosts and it was time of goblins and fairies mm. and banshees. And plus, um, a lot of the dead would be dead who weren't happy that they went, uh, you know. Not necessarily. No, I don't think no. so. I think that, you know, that the, the idea behind it Just was that, that it's a the, real realms, realm. the realms are close mm. at that time and you could communicate between the realms. Mm. And it wasn't necessarily a, a, a scary thing. It was a thing that was celebration, celebrated. Yeah, yeah. And they Happy lit, to see they their big ancestors. And That's where bonfires came from. Wow. They lit bonfires Mad. Um, as part of the Don't go too much the into this now, because this is only a wild yes. card there, my man. So a wild card. Halloween special all, next Halloween week. Special. Everything about Halloween? We're, we can't do anything but Halloween on that podcast, to be honest. Next I week. think we're going to have to do something. Full on. We're, we're, bollocks alerts. We're going to figure out. We're going to twist it up. I don't know what way we're going to do it. Nice. But we're going to twist Love it up it. and we're going to deliver something cool. Lovely. Lovely. Um, and uh, I was going to also mention... Um, uh, I was just going to mention actually about the whole Halloween thing that we should try maybe do it. Probably it's too early to do a team, but... I definitely think for Christmas and stuff we're going to do it with another team. You know, we're going to do teams for times a year and stuff. That's cool enough. Yeah, why not? You know, we're doing Halloween now, you know. Yeah. Maybe we people, should get dressed up in like Halloween. That. And we can look at each other and laugh at each other. <laughs> it's actually hilarious. When I was in work yeah, and we used right, to dress, dress up for Halloween. Yeah. Very There's funny. energy again. Yeah, yeah, very funny to communicate with a vampire whilst I look like an elephant. <laughs> Do you know that kind of, remember we used to do fancy yeah. dresses and stuff like that yeah yeah that we used to be brilliant growing up yeah. do you remember that we were mad yeah. all of us all our yeah. friends hey we speaking should... of friends can I give a quick mention there oh let's give okay. a good shout out Paul Cray Paul Cray best friend whoop, whoop. definitely a good friend of ours one of my best buddies one of your best buddies growing up savage surfer jump off any cliff two seconds 40 foot high he's in Boston kicking ass at the moment working as a plumber right nice. big shout out to Cray listening to the show what's happening Cray Hope you're doing well, kid. Big shout out to Barrett, Jammer, David Cummins, all the Irish in Australia. Your brother, his yeah. his girlfriend, but sorry. Big shout out to Richard Tanusha. Yeah, over Canada. in uh, Canada. Toronto. Yeah. Hey, lads. We got all my family over in Canada, all the, all the cousins and aunties. Yeah. Me of NASA, we got Connor, we got, we got a lot of listeners. These are just people we know. These are people we know. Yeah, and then obviously all the people at home. Big shout out to all the people Well, at I'm, home. I'm blown away because you know? I'm after coming across there since we started this Irish life. Uh, this is number nine. We're, we're close to nearly 900 hits yeah. between YouTube and Podbean. That's insane. I love it. If you add them all up, how many people? Yeah. Like, that's insane. There's a lot of people behind us, like so. so and keep and keep liking us yeah. and, and keep keep sharing it, please. Like, have a listen. If you have any uh, stuff you want us to check out for you as well, we'll probably check it out for you. No check problem. It out, check. Go go to this Irish Life podcast. I think it's hashtag this Irish Life PC. If you put that into Facebook, 
You nice. can find This Irish Life podcast on Facebook. Like the Facebook page. Mm. We're also on Twitter. I think it's This Irish Life yeah. podcast. We're on iTunes PC. as well. Podcast is available on iTunes. So yeah. And also said, all the, the friends at home here in Cork. Yeah. Like Salihi and Dunny and Craig and Joe. Some of the lads don't listen, some of the lads do. But yeah. I'm telling you, before you know it, they're all going to be listening. It's That's a, it. Spread it around, lads. Yeah. Spread Get it, it around. going. This is what's happening. It's all good. And, um, and uh, spreading, spreading the goodness. And... Uh, yeah, so that's that. I love this part because like we're, we're leaving with a nice little energy. And yeah, totally, totally. There we go. Come as we the end of this lovely podcast, which is probably one of the best ones yet, to be fair. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Great fun. Unreal. Yeah, energy was good. Oh, I mentioned to Shane McGrath out there. Big listener. Yeah. Loving it. Sorry, Shane. You can't wait for tonight's one, I'd say. He's waiting next to the I hope you enjoyed it. We're coming to a close now. Yeah. Close. Uh, the, the, the thing I wanted to say towards the end I know you have a big one on this because of the energy but do you remember you were huge into meditation before yeah meditation I, I used to do a small bit before fights and stuff if I had an injury especially mm. so I would like block out like John would I tell you again most fighters you're, you're always injured you remember we were saying that mm. before if you're competing not just yeah. fighting rugby soccer you have to win and strap up the leg and play a keeper for the day or you know yeah so I used to meditate before I compete I didn't have the pain and it helped yeah mind so I know you did a lot I and you have more experience than me well I did a, for a period of time I did some chakra meditating and some um, like breathing meditation there's mm. a couple of different types of meditation so if so. you're at home now let's say and you're listening to this you're like okay I'm going to try the meditation you know, what, could you give it like a crash dummy you could, you could crash version literally you could sit on the couch or sit on a chair with your posture straight, there's no need for mudra positions or any yeah, of that. Yeah. Sit, sit back, on the relaxed. chair. Um, no, don't don't sit back necessarily relaxed, but oh, sit, sit back, up. But sit up a good posture but comfortable. Oh yes, okay. Um, and just fall asleep, close like. your eyes, put your hat rest your hands on your knees or on, on top of your thighs. Yeah. And just breathe in, so breathe in deep. Mm. Yes. Do that, count the breaths, so maybe go Go up to five and then do another five, mm. do another five and just keep going up to five. Center yourself, try to focus on your breathing. So you're breathing try to focus in. Focus on your body. So you breathe, breathing out. breathe is that one? in and breathe out is one. Okay. So just go in batches of five or batches of ten. And this is a breathing type Big, of meditation. Big deep breaths as well, through your nose, out your mouth stuff or? Through your nose, out your mouth. Do it through your nose and out your nose if you really want or I mean whatever's comfortable mm. I mean you're meant to do through your nose and out your mouth but the main the thing is that day, you're doing it the main thing is that you're doing it and that you're centering yourself and that you are trying to calm your mind and focus mm. purely on the moment of your breath you could do it anywhere do it anywhere toilet you and work do you're having a, a bad time yeah. whatever yeah wherever take you want take five minutes take five minutes just get comfortable get that time to centre yourself and that's one type of meditation that you can do wow. immediately. Just focus on your breathing. Then there's like chakra meditations. Mm. That's a good one, um, what you said, Daniel, because that's like a real normal form. And it, all this stuff should be natural to us because there's no point trying to go and find the main one and, you know, am I doing this right? It's probably quite natural for us to just meditate. Yeah, whatever you can quickly derive a benefit from. And didn't you, you know? say before meditation through movement? That's another one. You could be like surfing. Yeah. You know, you could be uh, jujitsu. Yeah. Thai boxing. That's meditation through movement. Tai Chi is a form of meditation. Through Qigong. movement. Yes. Qigong. Wow. Also type meditation. And um I mean we meditate yoga. every day and we don't even know. Bikram yoga. Bikram yoga. But like even 
going for a walk and being mm. in that moment is a moment good of for driving in traffic wouldn't it if you were stressed about traffic and pissed off you want to get home oh, yeah. do a bit of a thing while you're driving maybe while you're yeah if this Irish Life podcast has ended already most definitely you could you could oh. do a bit of a bit of meditation if you'd finished listening do you know or you could replay this Irish Life podcast again as a form of meditation <laughs> actually Fergal said he loves it for that Makes yeah, it feel great. Didn't you say Khan? Khan says, well, yeah, big well. shout to Khan as well. So, yeah, oh, Khan? As we nearly forgot Khan, yeah. And as well, check out his thing on the subs. That's very funny. On the subs? Oh, yeah. I got, kind of keep that coming, Khan, with the yeah. subs. I'm going to keep posting that. I'm loving that. Keep going. He's, He's got some very He's funny, a gamut yeah. as well, like. Oh, yeah, got to the bone. Brilliant. Brilliant. And we yeah. loved the way they referenced Mellow. Class. Yeah, oh, it's pure kind of salt and yuck and stuff. Yeah. I love it. I'll just show some of the gang that actually, Mellow. It's brilliant, really good. But um, with yeah. that then as well, I'd just like to say, and I know you love saying this as well, treat each other with respect, be kind, smile. Mm. You know, just be that person who you'd like to be rather than kind of, oh, I shouldn't have been a bollocks to him there today or, you know, just treat people like you'd like to be treated. Mindful meditation. Mm. Of a Take mindful the deep breath. Of, yeah. I heard shallow breathing uh, creates stress, which is also the cortisol thing we ran about last time. Yes. Shallow breathing is your biggest enemy in fight preparation. Because if you shallow breathe before your fight, by the time you get in there, you can't even think. You're like no oxygen in the brain, you know. You're just, yeah, so the big breathing, oxygenating the body and the blood. We'll cover that. Doctor Circus has a massive thing on that. We could probably get to that after the Halloween special, maybe. Nice. Yeah, oxygen. Yeah. Cool. Might be an old hot topic. Do you know what? That'll be a subject yeah. because it's so big with all the trees and everything that oxygen plants in the house. When we were saying that, yes. my granny used to have oh. all these oxygen plants. I mean, oxygen is a what oxygen does, and the fact that oxygen is a part of aloe water. vera and the spider plant. Two of them. Get them in your house. Oxygen, boom. Oxygen, it's a tree yeah. in your house just going, here you go. Quick add-on to, the, to yeah. the to the meditation. But, uh, Meditate beside trees. Oh, Ooh, lovely. Yeah, trees is, yeah, amazing. Connect you know, to your the, banks. Connect with the trees, connect with nature. Sit down with your back to a tree. Feel mm, the energy of the tree it. as well. That's the type of meditation that yes. people do. Um, so, yeah, meditate, be nice, be happy. Eat well. Enjoy life, eat well. Find your niche, your sport, your walk, your thing. Don't have to achieve. Be happy and listen to for number 10. This is This Irish Life. Signing out. Signing out. It's number nine. Yeah. Number nine. Been a pleasure. Put it there, brother. Put it there. Unreal. Fabulous. Great job. Well done. Okay, lads. Good work. Thanks. See Thanks to later, John lads. Mitchell. Thanks to John Mitchell for the call at the start. And uh, big props on the martial arts. And if I left anything out there about BJJ or anything like that, I... My apologies. I think I left out Sambo as well, which is a Russian wrestling. But yeah. none of that matters. It's none all good. It's super important. Listen to this stuff. It's legit. It's Find real. Find out more yourself. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Share and share, share, share. Okay, lads. Cheers, lads. Bye-bye.